0: What's up, Movie Trivia Snowdown fans? Welcome back to the Call to Action Network. It's your girl, Danny Joy, here, hanging out with uh, my two favorite co-hosts on this lovely Sunday. It's not a chill to action Sunday, unfortunately, y'all, but it is a call to action live with me, Danielle, this guy right over here. And I don't know what happened
1: to that. (laughs) There you go. It's me. It's me. It's PLD. Happy to be here. I'm actually very excited. We just had a C2A uh, state of the state uh, a meeting between the, the crew here uh, and we have a lot of exciting things coming up we're going get, to get a little more organized on something we expect some some great content coming up your way uh, that's neither here nor there we're not going to get into that tonight but you'll hear about that soon but thank you for being here as always and love being with Danny Joy as always Billy. oh, Billy's here
0: did Belford freeze all oh, the Belford is frozen and in what what oh <laughs> my he, he's just in like his thinker phase I love it what's up Billy
2: there he is what's up everybody the whole everything went went weird there for a second I don't know what happened uh it's back I'm back it's me uh, your two-time award-winning journalist uh Shmodan award-winning journalist the the Belford here to bring you all the correct uh you know uh opinions and and and. Uh, pontifications that uh, about the Schmodown. So I'm I'm here for it guys. You know, I'm 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 excited for I'm always excited to see Danielle on oh, Pulser too.
0: Yeah. Before we get started talking about before we get started talking about the matches, I just want to send a big shout out to everyone that donates tonight. Uh, get in your stream labs and your super chats. Any anything that you donate to us tonight is in turn going to My City's local mutual aid for anyone that isn't aware, Texas kind of went through this really terrible freeze. A lot of people just couldn't handle it. A lot of people are struggling right now so mutual aid if you have i'm sure you have a mutual aid fund in your city uh link up with those people but if you'd lo- if you'd like to help out some texans and my home city corpus christi texas and donate to stream all that stuff is going to go to the cc mutual aid and if you'd like to donate to them directly all of the uh venmo paypal and cash app is right down there at the bottom so thank you all so much Yay! I'm fine. I'm it's the funny thing about Texas is we were frozen yesterday. Like I couldn't even get out of my bed because I was an ice block and today it's bright and sunny and beaming outside. It's wonderful. <laughs>
1: I got to say, it's not, I shouldn't say it's humorous because obviously I went through a lot. I feel horrible for you guys down there and everything else. But the, the funny aspect to me it's like what you guys had is basically like a, a weekend in December in New York. I like, kind of what to do. <laughs> you just aren't set up for it down there. And that's yep. the reason why it's important. But like when you came to some point, you go, I don't know how to get this ice off my windshield. <laughs> I was
0: there, like, everyone oh, everyone out there. Candy girl. <laughs> I sent to the group of men, like, there was ice. Falling off like frozen onto the cars and stuff. So I had ice on my window. I legit, honestly, had no idea if I defrost it. Is it going to make my window bust? Am I supposed to use a special tool? I did. Just- <laughs>
3: I couldn't but that's even that. here, nor
0: there, y'all. That's Texas weather. Texas weather is just as unpredictable as the Schmodown can be. We've seen the Schmodown go through its ups and its downs. It's really crazy. And we're so excited to finally get back into actually talking about Schmodown matches. We've been talking about Schmodown theories, uh, different things within, uh, you know, the changing of the game and all of that stuff. I'm super excited that we finally got matches back. Oh, my goodness. Do you all uh, get excited about season eight?
1: Oh, I'm so stoked it finally began. It feels like we've had uh this has been coming for a long time. We had the awards, we had the free agency, we had the draft, all these theories left and right. I don't know how many more theories we could have ran out there. Finally we get to see what's gonna start happening. Uh I can't wait for to see what's gonna go on now, but we had a great opening match, right? I mean great opening pay-per-view, I should say. What a way to begin. A Sword always seems to have good openings. Like we had like a, last year's was great with Shazam. Uh well Shazam. Who versus Dan, basically in New York. Uh, we had the Andrew guy versus Robert Burnett. Open point. A lot of great openings, but this was one that definitely did exactly what it what we we wanted to see. We got great matches, great storyline potential, should we say? Um, I don't. I loved last night. I was. I feel like this felt good to be home. It felt Good to be home.
0: That's what it felt like. It felt like being home. <laughs> it felt like, did you yell at your screen the entire time? Um.
2: Oh uh, well, I mean, in that second match, a hundred percent for sure. Um, you know, it's funny. The, the theme of season eight is war, and there's different kinds of wars. Some of them are like slow burns that kind of like build up to to a major battle. Not not this one. It, right off the bat, it's it is like the heavyweight fights are already happening. the The big bombs are being thrown, and it also like to set the tone for two divisions in one night because these two these two matches w- really set the tone for the rest of the season i mean to show what it takes if you want to be a contender in the season in the sh- in the schmodown, in war and i could not be more excited and also i mean the results speak for themselves we know we know we know we know whether our, our 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 bread is buttered on this podcast as it is and uh, it was a big night for for, for our people.
0: <laughs> That's right. Before we get a little bit more into these matches, I just want to send a huge shout out to Ferris Muthana. Thank you, buddy, for the $100 donation in Streamlabs. I salute, oh my gosh, my dude Ferris always comes, comes through. Uh, we love you. We appreciate you. We salute you, my dog. Love you. Thank you so much, bud. All right, so getting into these matches, the before we get into the pay-per-view match that we watched, we did get a good opportunity to check out a new slice that's going to be in the wheel. We're going to talk about slices and, and categories and stuff coming up, but we got for the Skybound Expo the Black Cinema matches, and that was a hoot and a holler. Oh, my gosh. Paul, I know you watched it, right?
1: I did. I did. I was very excited to see it was going down. Uh, first of all, real quick, Ferris, uh, I love your brother. I love the fact that Ferris is running bid. He'll donate, and he'll just say, hello.
0: Hello. That's all that he said on there also. That is so great.
1: <laughs> That's yeah. a great this running is the, This
0: is the chance to ask us anything on there also. So if you're curious about some of our stuff, slide those out.
1: But yeah, so the Black Cinema match was, was phenomenal before. Um, it was just great to see because we got to preview that slice PJ was talking about. There's a lot of questions in the in the, in the Facebook group and on Twitter. It's like, what does Black Cinema mean? Uh, do we need to get a list? We don't need a list. We don't need a list of Black Cinema. The, uh, the idea is sometimes you don't want to specify completely. The idea is you want to like hit the, the heart of it. As PJ has said, in general, you'll find out more when you watch the Black Cinema match. I think we did. It's not going to necessarily be... As far as it's not going to make a, a point value system, although it to have half of a black lead and half of a black director, and half that. This It's going to be something that's truly genuinely uh, hitting what they want to hit as, as a true black story, uh, where it's important to to, to black cinema as a, ho- as a whole. And we found out more about that. I love seeing uh, Jay Washington in his best form, uh, and this is his this is definitely his category, and he is that so Jay 100%. <laughs>
0: like, so- that's that's just Jay. <laughs> Unapologetically, Jay, and then Winston. It was Winston Marshall and Danielle Radford. Danielle, who I love so much. I hope that we get to see her more in Schmodown proper uh, at the desk, or hopefully maybe even some FCL uh, pop in sometime. But Winston, and if any of y'all have seen Winston and Jay's podcast, like the way that they banter with each other is fucking hilarious, man. And it just throws everything off the rails. And poor Danielle was just like... <laughs>
1: And it's tough to do to Danielle because she's yeah.
3: like <laughs> so.
1: But uh, I did love seeing their back and forth. And, of course, having Chance in there. Janine Machine, always a pleasure to see her. And then Glee Wiggins. Glee
0: Wiggins. Um,
1: I got to tell you, Glee Wiggins was kind of – she seemed like she was out of it for a bit. Like, she was kind of, like, lower in the in the ratings as far as, like, questions going. She wasn't to be – it was like – it's different with Jay versus Chance, it seemed like, for a while. But, man – at the end of the day, she shook the world, she shook everybody, and she came back and made a complete comeback beating Jay in sudden death. We had sudden death in our first match of the year, uh, even if it was an exhibition match. Uh, I loved it tremendously. I loved seeing how excited they all got. They all were excited to talk about the cinema. That they, uh, they probably grew up with more, more than the uh, the average Modown, uh demo would have, uh, so to speak. Um, but, Yeah. <laughs> well, oh,
0: I love that exhibition match. It was the first one I actually enjoyed. I totally get it because sometimes exhibition matches they're about one specific subject, and maybe you're not too much into that. said so I didn't watch the MCU exhibition matches. I know who, I know how, what the outcomes are. But yeah, I agree with Ferris. This was a very exciting and fun match to watch. It's a great preview of what that slice actually is. And the movies that that you can kind of study for it does give you a good idea of the movies that are inside of that category. So I'm I'm glad that I'm glad that they did that, and it was a wonderful turnout. I thought it was great. Paris
3: is they
1: waiting for the Fast and Furious exhibition match.
0: That's
2: what him, him and John Lastrina. They're gonna going to be going up against each other in the Fast and Furious exhibition match. We should host that. Um, they they did it last year. At one point too, they had an exhibition. It was the like the Black Cinema exhibition. And I think it was, but I think it was just Winston versus Jay. And I'm it was amazing. Like it was like it was like qu- the questions were like super difficult, and both of them were obviously super knowledgeable and were like pulling. And it wasn't just like it was just amazing trivia. And it shows that like it's amazing trivia. It's whether it's you know, whatever type of movies you, you like or you enjoy or you watch. You it's amazing trivia. It's always amazing trivia, and it has an amazing space now on the wheel, and it, it does shine a light now on some areas that maybe haven't been shown in the future. And now it's going to be if you want to be a well-rounded Schmodown competitor, you got to know these these things. You got to
1: branch out. You're definitely going to have to branch out at this point. Um, Loved it so.
0: Five. I'm going to bring yes. this up to Ben Rainer inside of the Super Chat. Thank you so much, Ben. Great card on Friday night. We're going to talk about Friday coming up right now. I'm so pumped for this Laura storyline. I'm hoping Winston could do some magic. Hashtag bring to the light. Bring it to the light. Yes. Ben, thank you so much for that Super Chat donation. Truly, truly appreciate it. It's going to go to a good thing. We right right.
1: stream lab as well.
0: Oh, Brendan Buckingham, let me update it. Paul is pushing buttons faster than I can.
2: It, I love that he's bringing up that the storyline as we kind of like transition into the into the uh, the the pay per view, because a that was the first shocking moment of the season is that Laura comes on screen and she's in what she's in a corruption T-shirt and it's like, wait a minute, what's going on here?
3: And then you know oh like.
2: <laughs> Before there was not a uh, Winston appreciation night. That was for sure.
0: <laughs> oh, that bro- that whole situation broke my heart. Uh, Brad Buckingham inside of the Streamlabs. Thank you so much, Buck. Uh, who do we want to see Molly and Shandrew play in their next matches? #PrayForTexas. Thank you so much. Ooh. Those are. That is a good one. So let's answer that question before we talk about the matches. Who do I want to see Molly play next? Um, I think I would like to see Molly go up against I'm trying to think you know so someone I, that I, she hasn't I have an idea. I'd rather her go against someone newer.
2: I, I yes. have an idea. I think I think that um like Molly should be because clearly like if you want to compete for the title you have to be perf- perfect or as,
1: as close always hustling always hustling I love that juice. Go ahead and um
2: <laughs> yeah wait Jacob went no about <laughs> um <laughs> The, so the thing is, I think she should be like she should maybe be like like a gatekeeper almost. Like get one of these new people who've never competed in the Schmodown and have her go have them go up against Molly. Um, maybe that Zach guy that that's they're friends with um, Zach Burkett. Zach Burkett, Um or or like somebody like Gold Leader, you know, like to really see where they stand because we know where Molly stands now. It's it's near the top, but it may not be right at the top. So if you want to be at the top, you got to go through Molly Damon now.
1: Yeah. She okay. definitely – I mean, definitely at this point, there's the tier of the Alex Damon, and there's a second tier at this point, whereas like the Scribshaws, the Laura Kellys, uh, the Andrew Demolantas at this point. Um, but right, right underneath that, and that's not a knock on anybody, right underneath that is the Molly Damons. Um, perhaps that's where – maybe that's where Ace is at this point after losing his match. It was spectacular. One
0: it was one match, he it swept was. through that whole thing. It was one match,
2: it was, but he didn't. I mean, we got
3: exactly like a
0: little
2: bit, what exactly
0: that exactly
2: Let's get our amazing. unbiased opinions out of the way here. And
1: uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe you, there's an argument you me that he's in the top tier. So I would say at this point, I want to see him win more, a little bit more. He had a great run. Let's see what we, happens. You know now.
2: what? That's right. who I want to see Molly Dan go up against next. I want to see her go up against Ace Cabrera because I would like that too. I, I, I would too. We would find out where Ace really is. Is he Is he still, like, is he that person who could challenge for the title? Or was that maybe, like, a fluke? I don't want to say fluke because you win a tournament. Like, you had to win several matches to do it. But, like... Where does he really stand? You know? And especially, as far yeah, as- let's
1: see him coming back from a defeat, coming back from that defeat against Damon, let's see where he, at, where he is now at that point. So I agree with you entirely. I like, I like the Molly versus Ace
0: angle. I do too. And I feel like it matches up very well with w- what Belford was saying earlier about Molly being the sort of like gatekeeper to the higher echelon of uh, Star Wars players. Um, I tried my best to, I didn't really try to study. I told Paul earlier in the year before the season started that I would try to study for Star Wars and try to see how, I know I could never get into like round two questions, but maybe I could hit some round one questions. Couldn't do it. Could not <laughs> going take 60 days
3: out
2: of my life and I'm going to be a Star Wars competitor. That's all it takes is 60 days, guys. Okay, that's what, that's what I, I heard that too from someone. I don't
1: know. Yeah, 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 uh, that's,
0: yeah. apparently um, that's all but, that it is. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, it's an interesting
2: it's, thing
1: you bring up as far as Molly being the gatekeeper in a way. I also want to point out and we'll get into a little bit. I think Molly actually improved from her first appearances. Molly was a damn good competitor at this point. So not only is Molly a geek we were some of the younger people, I want to see Molly up against Ace to see if she can not someone like Ace down. I thought she held her own against Laura as well. Laura pitched a perfect game. You can't – beating a perfect game is, is tough. It's, just, it's hard to do. They're not going to answer our question wrong. How do you, how do you beat them? Um, unless you're going to go perfect too. Somebody's got to give eventually. So Molly shooting upwards to Ace at that point still after – Holding your own against.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <You're laughs> I'm I, guess, operated, I, think. I
1: guess, you know what? I, I fully understand that. I, I totally get that. I'll let i let that slide. Uh, <laughs> we'll put you on the spot that way. Oh we need t-shirts. We need hashtag sixty days t-shirts. I <laughs> just <laughs> <And
3: there's
1: laughs> got me a picture of Robert with that comment. That's hit by Parker and Hula. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the yeah, wink.
2: It's gonna be on the oh back like authors. Like, you know, like authors will give their like responses on the back of books, and it's like I'm contractually obligated to stand by the 30 days
3: claim. Oh my gosh.
0: Okay, I'm super sorry. I'm super sorry to derail this again, y'all. But big shout out to uh, two StreamLab donations. Oh my gosh, y'all! Thank you so much. Jose Montalvo donated some donated a big old bill. Thank you so much. Appreciate what you guys do for the community. That chowdown event was amazing. Agreed. Uh, oh my gosh! And thank you so much, Jose. Oh man, thank you so much much. And Alan Smithy inside of there also, the director. Hey, C2A, I hear Texas has great barbecue and I respect that. Love that. Thank you, Alan. It's true. I got to save those Texas pitmasters and all of my Texas friends from (laughs) Sub-Zero's wrath (laughs) Peace. Thank you so much, y'all. Y'all have no idea how much this means to me. I genuinely, genuinely appreciate that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Much appreciated. Yes, very much appreciated. Back to um the Star Wars match between Laura and Kelly. And then when we go into the um Molly Shandrew match, we'll we'll say who we want uh Chandru to go up against then. But for the Star Wars match, um I mean like Paul was saying, it was a, a fucking lights out for Laura Kelly <laughs> doing what doing what she does. And it's pretty amazing to to see that because it's it just seems like it just comes off so naturally, like it's just it's just there. She's just got it. What she just has? What? What is it? What can it swag? Maybe she's just got a yeah. little bit. Of swag?
2: That doesn't. That doesn't sound right No. That is- <laughs> yeah. oh, oh man! No, it
3: is. Well, I
0: don't know what that I means. I do love this situation though. Y'all, please tell me how y'all feel about this Laura Kelly Winston Marshall situation. Oh, I want to go into that right. Oh. That
1: was. One of my highlights at the moment because like it was kind of this off-season thing, right, where Laura Kelly and, and Shan came out and said, you know, if you come after my girl, going to cut you. And Laura said she wanted it. And all it felt like it was going to be a that was always going to be. this like a silly back and forth, but they committed to it now in this long run. When he appeared in that corruption shirt, and my God, already one of the lines of the year. Are you done?
2: Which Laura- <laughs> <laughs> Are you done? It was I like so it. great. I was <laughs> so what a rough night for oh. Winston.
1: Winston.
0: <laughs> it's it a W. Oh, we Winston. can't really celebrate it. <laughs> but Winston held his own, too. I love what Winston was doing. He's like, "You, I'm going to let you do your thing. Go ahead. I'm not going to stop you from winning. If you want to throw them, we'll talk about it later. But it doesn't seem like you are. So do your thing, girl. Get it. Hey, yeah, I mean, man, that's get so yeah. we get the points. It doesn't
3: this matter what point. they say. Yeah.
1: All right. We don't. We don't care what we don't care what Laura's saying at this point. I don't care if Laura wants to be on a on swag or not. He's getting the he's getting the points either way. That's what he. That's what he's saying. That's the way he's got to go with. it. he's got to approach it at that point.
0: If, if they ever make like um like player shirts, like like player t shirts, I would love to have a swag logo with the corruption logo on top of it, like
3: <laughs> for Laura like, Kelly, like You're Laura Christ. Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: It's it's swag, but it's in corruption colors. Like
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's what I really hope. That's honestly where I hope it ends up, like falling into. Like, it just turns into like Winston kind of gives in a little bit and lets her have these like lets the swag. One of the comments that she made was that she doesn't look good in purple. So <laughs> I thought that was funny. He's got black. I, honestly, black all day.
3: So.
2: <laughs> this was a great week. So look, Laura Kelly, like last season. Um, she comes on the scene and we really didn't get like, uh, like a lot of Star Wars competitors in the past. She kind of showed up. She won a match. She went up against Alex Damon not last season, two years ago. Um, and then kind of disappeared last year, all we really saw her in was the Star Wars tournament with a little bit of stuff. Like this week has been Laura Kelly week, like Twitter popping off, calling out Molly, like from the start, like quote tweeting her, some tweeting her. Then she goes on screen with the corruption shirt and the the go and then after the match she's in corruption's watch along <laughs> watching the Mara and and Chandra match. It's so good. Oh, it's so much. I love it oh, so much. Like I love Laura Kelly before this. Now I'm like I'm i I stand her. Is that what the kids are saying? I think I stand yeah. Laura Kelly. Like, yeah. I don't know what that means, but
3: I think I You're right.
0: Classroom you right. You got it right. It's all good. Um, no, also, I'm right. gonna start crying. Look, y'all are gonna start start making me cry with all of these live donations, y'all. I can't. I can't even do this. I can't believe how overwhelmed I am with this. Danny cost like lost. Great start to the season. To season eight. Hashtag Texas forever, y'all. Oh, thank you so much, Danny, for that. And Ferris with again. Ferris, I'm gonna give you a wow. big hug next time I see you. What were your thoughts about the new IG categories like swashbuckling and graphic novels? You can answer after the star wars talk much love and thank you thank you ferris so much for that donation my You're the best of us i swear um yeah we'll definitely get back to that also whenever we go because uh, we're going to talk about the categories too but i just wanted to send a big shout out to y'all thank you so much i swear y'all are gonna make me cry
1: <laughs> uh yeah i just want to touch base on the other side uh molly damon like i said before i want to get into it real quick she all she did when she missed one question in round one and she missed her five-pointer that's all she missed. And the five-pointer, that was a difficult five-pointer because it was one of those things you don't think about. We had a Kanan Jarrus question in Star Wars at that point. Kanan from Rebels. Uh, he had one little ghost line in Rise of Skywalker that if you didn't have the subtitles on, you might not even know it was him um, at that point. And you had to ask, what did he say? Mm-hmm. And he said two things, that Ray's name and what was the other line he said. And it could have been, and the worst part about that line is that it's specific, it's like a line that amongst many other similar lines it wasn't a very specific line it was like more of a they all were basically the same type of thing we have to rise up we would have to fight you have to they're all like similar lines so we had to pick up the yeah. same voice specific thing that's really all she really i mean at that point how can you argue that she's not in a top level kind of piece at that point really yeah I mean, you're i'm sorry she missed, she missed two questions around one that's right she missed two questions around one um uh thanks buck for that i appreciate that uh uh because what of it was a Alan, well, I remember one of them being the Admiratus question in Rogue One, which I know made a uh, uh, made Ken Knapsock's heart skip a beat <laughs> a, a little bit. But that's okay. Um, but what I found funny about that was that it was like not the hard questions that she missed, and she mentioned that in the post interview. It was almost like she she was going so deep on some of the things that it was like the little simpler questions that she kind of like almost double double a uh, uh, second thought, second guesser of herself. <laughs> So I think if she can fill that gap in here and there, if she can get more like on those, I think we could see – I think she absolutely could challenge Alex at that point. Uh, she's only getting better. And I also want to add, love Kaiser with her. Um, i got to yeah. be honest with you. Kaiser, I, I respect like, – I love Kaiser ever since he first came in the league. I respect him as a manager, what he does. But I really saw a different level with him because Molly's at a different competitor than she's ever really had. I feel like and he was really a, he felt like a different kaiser with him. he's a little more a little more gentle kaiser supposed to be he, he kind of had a little more eh, like a, a, a kid love approach but he like when he's a smasher or something like that he gets to come out and be all loud and obnoxious and arrogant doing his thing that's what he does with molly it was more of a focused level of like you know what you do you got this and it was it, i, I like seeing the subtle differences in there and i, I think it's a great combination it shows what kaiser can do um he started off strong so far
2: I mean, yeah. well, we've seen that before with Kaiser because Kaiser's had the dungeon has had like a, a, a plethora of different kind of competitors from Eric Zipper, you know, to the Smasher, to Paul Yama when he was with them, to you know. So it, he has, and Kaiser's shown a lot of versatility in how he handles his competitors, and and it has, it's worked with his competitors. The results haven't always been there. I mean, especially last season, like but Kaiser clearly has a vested interest in every single one of his competitors. And he does seem to have a, like, I know, I, I know what you need and I'm going to give you that to get the best out of you. Um, Whereas some other managers, what they do gets the best out of some of their competitors or maybe not other ones. So um, I do think Kaiser's an excellent fit with Molly Damon. Excellent. fit. I agree. So
0: I agree. I think uh, what's, What's really interesting with the season? You it, know, it's the second time. It's the second year. Kaiser, Kaiser cares. Hashtag Kaiser cares from Robert Parker inside of the chat. Uh. <laughs> I do think that because this is the second year that we're doing factions and managers the way that the Schmodown has been doing it, I think it's gonna be a great example of why managers are important, what they can do, how versatile versatile they are, or if they're gonna continue to uh, to stay the type of manager that they are. Like I think that's one thing that we've noticed from Kaiser. We've seen Kaiser's attitude change, just like you guys were saying, to adjust to the players that he has, um, i haven't uh, bobby gucci is not doing that i don't think so at least it's bobby gucci is bobby gucci and that's that's who you get and you know he's won the manager of the year award what how many times three
3: yeah, four a oh,
0: Yeah, a, a bunch, bunch of times <laughs> Shannon barney is the only other manager that that has that has that I title f- oh. i
1: have a five pack one
0: okay yes you're right you're right um so th- that's, I think that's going to be interesting to see, to see the flex that we're going to get with some of these managers, because now that some of them are, this is their second year, this is their sophomore year. So what are they going to do with it? How are, how are they going to adapt and change with all of, especially the newbies that we have coming in, the rookies that we have coming in here. I don't want to call them newbies. Sorry. Oh, the, the, the rookies coming in, uh, coming into the season. How are they going to adjust? Um, you know, most of the people that are involved already understand the gameplay. So that's nothing that they have to worry about is trying to teach someone how to play the Schmodown game. Um, but it, I, I do think it will be interesting to see these managers flex up a bit this season.
2: Well, the thing the thing about being a, a, a adaptable manager that, that is a, a major strength is that when you, especially when you go to draft people, if you are a, a more rigid manager in your style, like what, whether whatever style that may be, you have to draft people to fit your style because otherwise you're not going to get the most out of your players. If you're an adaptable manager, you can draft just the best people and then adapt yourself to those people. Who's to say which is better, which is not? I mean, sometimes it, it works out where you just have like four people that fit your style and you get the most out of those four people and maybe you win a title. Other times, you know, I got 10 people. I can get the most out of all 10 of these people. I'm going to win a title because of that. So, again, it's it's a new league. It's a new, you know, this is the second. This is the eighth season, but this is the second season of, of this format. So we're, we're still learning. The managers are still learning. And I love to see the managers anytime I can. Well, beyond just the managers,
1: what's interesting to me also is just the factions in general. Uh, this being the second full year of factions, we've had a year. Um, where they kind of like got, understood the idea of getting a faction involved, getting faction points involved, getting, you know, I know some factions uh, did more together than others. Corruption was very famous last year for it got so close that they wanted to keep everybody together. Uh, they had these study sessions together and everything else. Uh, we have, now that we're seeing that, I feel like we're getting more from that and people are benefiting more from having that support. I know at one point we'll talk about this later on probably. Uh, Mara mentioned how specifically how like, she would ever want to go without a manager again or without uh, a, a, a faction behind her because so many people supported her uh, in the dungeon that, right there. They talk about the dungeon right there. Um, so the factions themselves are almost as important as a manager. You know, they may not be able to help you with specifics. Like, I know, again, I'll talk about Mara. She was on the Action Guys tonight, and she, she had a great interviews. So you go check that out. Um, she mentioned how, like, you know, Bateman couldn't help her with the specifics about, like, with the, the, as he said, like the ninth elf in Lord of the Rings. He can't help you with that, but he can help in other ways. And, and that support right. meant a lot to her. And Molly has also said it, it meant a lot to her as well. Uh, so that's a very great thing moving forward. Like, the winning factions of the one that support each other the best. And I got to tell you, from what I know of the dungeon, the dungeon is not only has great players, they have a team that looks like they're committed to working together. Peaceably. Um and that's a work for corruption this year I think this might work just as well for the,
2: this year I, I think that for the most part just about every faction now has kind of like that that sort of like that mentality that sort of like get to get like they've been getting together I mean even even we we talk about the Gucci you know Finstock exchange that that's like we don't everybody thought like oh this is just a bunch of random people they've been showing that they've been getting together and, uh, and doing all these things so
1: yeah, yeah, I gotta say, I will yeah. say Finstocker, Bob Gucci, we we questioned like how how he does he alter for the, his players. But he has a team that like I'm the barbarian literally put together and it's a joke. It was a joke like every time Gucci mentioned the dossier Went up like 100 pages each time he mentioned it got bigger and bigger but he really did put in the kind of work and they met with these people before him before they made the draft so now they have a team that's already been working together even before the draft, in a way uh so they got a lot of work being done behind the scenes that you're not even not even really aware of how fully it goes down uh, and that's what it is the faction that stays together is going to win win the best i think
0: that's funny um do we know who the team captains are have they announced that yet
1: no, they haven't. I don't know if they're going to
3: necessarily.
0: I kind of wonder if they're going that's to this fine. point. I, mean, I feel like I that's fine. I was I was against uh having the, the rule book be public. I understand it now, like I totally get it. It's been explained and I completely agree. But whenever the talks about having the rule book was first coming, I was like, No, I don't I don't that's gonna give too many people too too many elbows to push around. But um yeah. I I I if they keep that close to the chest also I'm I'm happy for that. If it gets out there in the open, it, I think it'd be interesting to know like who's who who said something somewhere. I can't uh oh, uh, Paulo Yama on uh Sunday Sunday copy uh uh Ben Goddard's um podcast that he does. Paulo Yama was on there this morning and um I think he was saying something about life that. Like maybe he's kind of a, a team captain. I I just walked in and caught like that end of it. So Having someone on like Paul, see, yeah, Bib saying that he's team captain of Mercs completely makes sense. Paul being team captain for swag totally makes sense. So um, I like that.
1: Either Roko will probably be the team captain of Finstock Exchange even if it's really Barbarian doing more of the the legwork underneath I think at that point, because Barbarian did all the dossier work, I know that much. (laughs) But yeah, it's it's the same thing. Uh, But as long as everyone's on the same page, it doesn't really matter.
2: It'll just
0: help out in different ways, so. Yeah, and that's different. I mean, these are go for it, Belford.
2: I mean, these are all just like like made up positions at this point. Even manager, as much as like we like, we like to think of like the manager. Like there are players who who need a manager, and there are still players who don't need a like. What what is what is what manager is going to do something for like Alex Damon before he goes into a Star Wars match? Like I mean, there's there's you're not going to get any more prep or anything like that. Now maybe now that he's in the IG, yes, that that comes into play. But again, there are and there are people who probably want to be managed, and there are probably people who don't want to be managed. Team captains, all this other all this other stuff is just hyperbole. I feel like, <laughs> and one of the big things is again, we're only in the second season of this format. We don't know what is tried and true and what's not so
1: it's going to evolve it's going to evolve as we get as we go further on Uh, obviously this year is already uh, much more complex and different than last year was As far as things go, the intertwining, you work, you see what works, what doesn't work. And at the end of the year, we'll probably switch things up even more here and there. I mean, have the assistant manager thing that they're trying this year, which is right now a list of potential people you might be able to call on. That might get expanded next year depending on how it's used this year. So, I mean, we're still a young league, still a young, evolving league at this point. I mean, this is, again, the second season with managers and factions. This is far from being a, a finished work at this point. Um, but love what we got and so the
0: far. the assistant managers that are coming in, those are people that are not on the faction,
1: right? No, they're they're supposed to and they're not. They're not team Loyal. specific either. Right? They're not team specific. It's like whoever is around that day kind of thing. I know I think jay Washington might be on that list. I don't know exactly who it is necessarily, but or they need to get at the time. But all managers oh. seem to agree with it and they seem fine with it. So,
0: is a PLD <laughs> on that list? Fuck
2: no. the answer that
0: imagine. Look at Paul. He did that on purpose. <laughs> he was doing that on purpose. Okay, let's oh. do the
2: whole. just just do the whole thing, all right? Like, uh,
0: oh wait, <laughs> them, oh, 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 no! Where did Paul go? All right, oh. All right, poor all right.
3: We're all pushing, but we're all literally pushing buttons at the
0: same time. There you go. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Do it again. All right. One of us is in charge of the buttons. All right. There we go. Got it.
3: (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. enough. Too sound now.
0: Yeah, uh, so I want to point out something that uh, Foolsgill is talking about in the chat. Second year in this format, but we had managers since 2016. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. Managers work differently now uh, this season uh, than they did in previous seasons before. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of an example of a manager, like, um, from Gucci, DC... M5. DC News. No, not Gucci, because Gucci is still, like, someone... That, but, like, yeah, those M5. sort of, like, play managers that happened... Yeah. Uh, I'm trying, like a DC movie. Oh, uh, like Ricky, Ricky Hayberg. Bosco, Ricky Hayberg being a manager. Those were considered managers back in those days. But are they still the same type of caliber of managers that we have now? Unfortunately, they're not Not saying that they couldn't be. It's just managers have a very different role now and, have, and it's amped up like crazy. But these factions are factions that uh, the way that we've been doing these factions, that's only been around for a couple of years. And I think that's a very different dynamic than managers to work for. That's why I think it's super fun to see the um evolvement of managers inside of this league, because it's definitely stepped up since 2016.
1: And just what, like what we're saying, Fools Guild, is an evolution. Like, yeah, it's the second year in this format. We've had managers, but we're definitely different than we were then. It's still yeah. much different. We're a different – I think it's a lot different this year than it was last year. So, I mean, every year that we get closer, we're going to get a little bit more. Fun, so.
2: Well, and also it's, it's like any, any other sport. Like as soon as something works for one person, everyone else tries to be like that person. So corruption won last year. Now everyone's try, trying to dissect what corruption did to win and try to, you know, um, be like that. And that's why you saw in the draft, how many rookies did we see get drafted? Oh, cause everyone's looking for the next Adam Collins. Now they're going to find out real quick that That's probably not possible. You're not going to find another Adam Collins. And so maybe next year we get something different based on who wins. You know, if corruption wins again, then we get to try even more. It's if, the money. If Gucci ball. wins,
3: <laughs> holy crap.
2: Right. If Gucci wins, we're going to have like names we've never even heard of, even to that no one had ever heard of being drafted. Mm-hmm. So, right. It's the money ball situation. That's what it is.
1: You try to see what's not what's underrepresented and what they can get you a, uh, an advantage in the league, and you you run with it. Gucci's going all rookies. That's what he wanted to do.
0: That term keeps coming up. I guess I should watch that movie. <laughs>
3: it's a
0: great movie. I know it's an actual the story movie.
3: good Karram, movie. But-
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do have to watch that movie. Um. So, final thoughts on this Laura Kelly Molly Damon match, Belford.
2: Um. I'm whoever whoever wins between D Melanta and. Uh, and Damon, uh, be afraid, be very afraid because yeah. Laura Kelly is on a mission.
1: Yeah, I actually have, I'm agreeing with Billy 100 think Laura Kelly wants it real bad and uh, I'm gonna be interested to see that match but I'd love to see a, a Laura Kelly Damon rematch because Laura Kelly is not the same player she was when she faced Damon at the Spectacular. she's he's up her game level a bunch. So I would love to see it happen. So I will have to find out.
0: Yeah. I don't think Laura Kelly is going to throw matches just because she doesn't want to be managed by Winston. Uh, That doesn't seem like that's in her, in her personal character to do that. Um, And I think with, with the way that we all saw her play, Oh my gosh, I feel like, I want to see her play Alex Damon now. Like, I, I I, want to see Andrew DeMilancia play because I'm ready to see what he's bringing into this season because Andrew DeMilancia definitely had, you know, he's got a list. He's got a hit list. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just got reminded of Brandon Hanna's hit list when he did that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Andrew <laughs> laugh out her blood and, and we know that he's taking it seriously so I think I think an Andrew Laura Kelly match would be fun either way but I really after watching Laura Kelly in this I really want to see her go against Alex Damon um, that's going to be nuts and I can't wait to see Molly do more because Molly did a great job in this match she crushed it she yeah. just, Laura Kelly just had a perfect match so I can't wait to see Molly play again also anywhere I think it would be fun to see her play so I do you think that that's a great match um, but overall, I, I love what the storyline is doing and I hope that this Laura Kelly hating being on swag completely goes through for as long as it can.
1: That's a good segue, right? Because that wasn't the only person who seemed to hate Winston
0: last night. Oh my gosh. Poor Winston.
1: <laughs> like the Laura Kelly thing we kind of expected a little bit because that was obviously what had happened before. And uh, it wasn't that we expected, but when she did, it kind of makes sense to continue that storyline all we have now is we have when uh <coughs> we have winston with Chandru, and Chandru's lashing out at winston the first time i kind of thought i was like oh uh, is this uh something that's important is this something that's uh um is this something that's is this something real or is this kind of a joke between the two but like, as it went as on came
0: out, it came out of nowhere and it came super sudden because it didn't seem like that from the beginning we were um You know, C two A has a has an epic group chat. So I was watching and running around my house doing some stuff during the match, and I saw something inside of the group chat. Someone had said, I can't remember who it was, um, said something inside of the group chat about. Chandru being upset at Winston or something like that, and I was like, "What? What do you mean? No, like I didn't right. see that at all." And then I started paying attention to the match a little bit more, like instead of just listening, I started watching, and and Chandru was definitely getting into that mode, and I just feel like it kind of came out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, I didn't expect that at all. It was really no. not strange. I was like, "What? What the fuck is going on at this point?" Um, and I'll go spoiler before you went into the in depth of the match. I kind of have this feeling like this is not the end of this. I think this is like. I we already know that Ace, for example, has a built-in storyline reason. Even if it's storyline on who it was, Ace has the storyline reason where you took Laura Kelly over me.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Why am I going to fight for you? What's where's your loyalty there? So that makes sense that that would happen. But well, what's happen if like Polyama has a match and polyama starts trashing Winston? What uh, where is the storyline going? Is Winston going to have like? Uh, is it supposed to be it's war? But it's, I didn't realize it was going to be war. Against
0: the manager, I'm gonna break my heart because y'all know me. I'm a swag girl, drip drip all day long, baby. So right. it broke my heart to 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 see Winston have to go through what he was going through. All I could think he's a nice man.
1: I think Winston needs a big <laughs> hug after Sunday. I <laughs> I mean, he, can, he can handle anything as as far as it goes, but my God,
0: Oof. Oof. oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, that was that was kind of nuts. So let's get into this Shandru Dandapani, uh former IG champ, uh against current new spoilers. Also, we didn't say this at the top of at the top of the show, y'all. Super no. sorry, but we're spoiling everything. This is uh,
1: uh, I mean, we're we're a sport now. There's no spoiler ban anymore. Yeah, we're just yeah, yeah, yeah. On and say fuck it. Uh fuck it. We're gonna go live as we say. Um,
0: we'll do the no! So <laughs> yes exactly so, uh, yeah, so spoilers uh, Mark is once again there is peace there is balance in the world Mara Kanopik is now our current down inner geekdom champion and i couldn't be happier um big shout out to shandrew pulling off some epic heel work making almost literally everyone hate him sorry buddy but people people wanted mara to win this so bad i started crying <laughs> I lost my shit. i'm a I big lost lady so, watching mara scream for dan like as soon as she did that i just started bawling oh my god yeah it was so stupid
1: because she started crying like Dang, come here they're hogging everybody had counted her out everybody had said oh she rust." Been two years since she had performed it was a totally new game yada 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 i don't give a flying. she came in she took care of business she took out chandra who was supposed the most dominant champion yada 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 we ever seen blah blah blah, I heard. And Mark took her, but I, I could not have been more excited for her. I could not have been more of like on her side and waiting. And as soon as that final uh, question was answered, oh, so beautiful. Such a beautiful thing. And not just because I'm a dungeon fan, because <laughs> I am. but.
0: Speaking of of the dungeon, speaking of the dungeon, big shout out to Robert Parker. Thank you so much, babe. Uh, Robert Parker and I are supposed to go on a diehard date, and it's my fault that I haven't followed up on that. Super sorry. But he did donate into the Streamlabs. $5 StreamLab. Thank you so much, babe. Of the seven other IG champs in history, Mara has beaten four of them one-on-one. Nobody else gets close to that. She is the IG GOAT for the record. The record, the different eras, everything. Absolutely agree. Yeah. yeah,
1: I mean I am the only the, other the person thing. in the in the in uh, the conversation or maybe Rachel, but uh Mara
2: beat Rachel.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I, it's, it's it's hard to argue that. This Mara beat Rachel, Mara beat Mike, Mara beat Chandru. Like, big name she hasn't beat is Smets. Like that's mm-hmm. yeah. that's the name that she that we wanted that to happen in Houston last season and it didn't happen. So um also, she talked about uh, action, guys. The, the the concept of Dan Dan Merle as a cat lady is just oh.
0: really <laughs> – It's <in> my heart. <laughs> did, go back, y'all. After this video, y'all go and watch the action, guys. They had uh, Mara Knottik on there, and uh, she was talking about <laughs> Dan Merle being a cat mama, and I love that.
1: <laughs> it was a beautiful thing. It was definitely a beautiful thing, no doubt about that.
2: <laughs> um. You know what, one of my biggest takeaways from this now is, it's funny because we have a Star Wars match, we have an IG match. The Star Wars belt is probably the hardest belt to win because Alex Damon's had a stranglehold on it for so long. The IG belt is the hardest belt to keep. Yep. Yes. Has anybody defended it twice successfully? I don't think so. I don't think anyone has defended it twice successfully. Like no,
0: if Shondra would have beaten Mara, then that would have been the first time that someone would have defended the belt twice. Or yeah, yeah. whatever. Yes. Y'all, y'all know what I mean, I'm sure. Which is crazy.
2: Like I think it's it's there's just so many good people in the IG division. It's it's stacked, it's getting more stacked this season. I mean, the number two the number one and number two overall picks were both IG players. Mm -hmm. So clearly they're both you know there, Chandra's still right there. You know, it's that division is stacked.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it used to be that Star Wars was more stacked, but like as far as it goes, IG is it used to be a Star Wars was if you get a question wrong, you're done. That's kind hey. of what
3: it
1: is. IG is getting to that point now. At this point, it's not quite there. I think because part I think it's IG's a little more broader base. There's so many more questions, I and mean, Star Wars only has the a certain amount of movies where IG has a lot more. Um, but even so, so, it seems like that, uh, I just got to do that level as well.
0: There we go. Thanks, Meg. So Ben Rayner in the chat had said uh, Inman defended twice, right? And then Meg's Inman only once for that. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. Inman defended once um,
3: on yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, it's, it's, we, Star Wars has that, like, you know, you have to go perfect to, to win. But you still only have to go perfect in Star Wars. Right. IG, you got to be perfect or clo- as close to perfect as possible in so many different areas that we talked about. They're adding new areas with this. Now we have swashbuckling and graphic novels and and you know these other sort of things into the IG, which is just expanding the division. The the other thing that's super impressive about Mara is you know she's got to be getting ready to be a Star Wars player too. So yeah, to be to be studying all of this knowledge is just so impressive. And she was so impressive on this night. Um, she also talked about in the action guys, how she felt in control in this match, which I mean, it, it showed she, she looked like she was in control a hundred percent. Yeah, and from. it
1: did. And some people mentioned like, they, they said like, it looked like she wasn't confident or something. And I don't think that was the case at all. It was a more case if she was just being, Very serious. She was very, very. She was very focused about what she was doing. She was being. She wanted to uh, make sure she was doing things right. I mean, she even said that she second guessed herself out of an answer. One of the one rare misses she had was the history of violence with that Harris question, that uh, about the sport, about the sport. And she had written down the right sport, uh, but then because Chandra had given the I think was a dodgeball as his answer, made her second guess herself in terms of like making an inside sport, which is why she jumped to basketball. Um, But the same time, like she just wanted to make sure she had things right, and she did that through most of the match. I mean, you look at that, looking at the breakdown, they actually matched each other quite a bit. They both had a similar round one, they both missed one question in round one. Uh, it was round two, they did well in. Uh, it was really the betting round, gave Marks a little bit of an edge with the one extra point. Um, and it came down to they all answered their two uh threes and fives, and that's what that's how it came down to. So it was a great match by Chandru as well. Chandru didn't, not like Chandru. Like, shit to better anything. He did his job right. It's just that Mara was just that much better.
0: Yep.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, usually, go ahead, Danny. I have opinions on people saying that she didn't look into it or that she didn't seem pumped about it. That's that's such a, like, I'm, y'all, that's, no one's, no one's going to say that about Dan Merle. No one's going to say that about Dan, but they're going to say it about Mara. It's, so that's my opinion on it.
2: I mean, different people celebrate different ways. Different people, you know, um, you know, react different ways. Like, clearly, she was into it because she yelled for Dan. Like, what are you talking about? Like, um, and then like the the in an in any Schmodown down match, if you get to a five point question and you answer your five point question correctly. You've done your job. You've you've you should have that you win most matches. Most people who answer a five point question correctly win the match. And she Chandra did that and she just came right back and smashed him. And I love the fact that she knew all of his answers too. Like that's mm-hmm. that's even like as is impressive because she said she knew everything that he got asked too. So it's like it's it's beautiful.
0: <laughs> Danny Koss, like lost in the chat. Playing baseball in a gym isn't easy. That wasn't um, like what a random question to get. So uh I've never seen a history of violence. Um I watch
2: that Harris movies.
0: A quick just give me a quick one sentence why it's in an inner geekdom division. It's a graphic
1: novel. It's, based it's a graphic, graphic novel. novel.
3: That's thank the only you, reason.
0: Well, yes, th- thank you. Uh yeah, so graphic novel is a new category inside of this. We're, we're going to get to categories in just a bit. Let's keep talking about five rounds like I love championship matches because five rounds, it, it it really lets you see it. The way that Mara won is my favorite ways for people to win is both of them having to hit their fives, which means it, that it goes down all the way to the wire and you, there's nothing that anyone can say. They answered all of their questions and Mara got most of them right. And uh, so I really enjoyed it, that, especially in a five round format. Um, where anything can go in any direction, being able to get all the way down to the last question and then winning, I think that really proves a little bit more, I mean, you win, you win. A win is a win. You can win, but wait, what's the Fast and Furious quote?
2: It doesn't uh, matter if you win an inch or a mile. <laughs>
0: there you go, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's, that's right. But I do enjoy it when people win in that sort of way. So how do you all feel about uh, these five round matches?
2: I miss the buzzers. I one hundred percent miss the buzzers. Um, it, the buzzers add just a, a little bit different element of it's not what you just what you know. It's that's the one place in a in a championship match in the studio where you can really get in somebody's head and you can pop off on them. It can also separate yourself from your opponent or get you back into a match. Um, famously, Paul Oyama. When he's he's losing to Dan Merle heading into the speed round, he knows he has to like send a message to Dan and he and he does it in the speed round. He he pops off in the speed round, gets back in the match, and wins the match. Bateman has used the speed round like a weapon against people. Um I think Bateman might still have the title if there was still the speed, the old speed round. Um because especially in the second match against Dan, I think he would just. Maybe trounced him in the speed round, so I do miss that. Um, that's the I, only real thing. Fully agree
1: with you by that. I fully agree with you. <laughs> I fully agree with you on that. Like the buzzers are my thing. I love the fact it's much more of a. Like some people have argued that, well, it's a it's a mental game and it doesn't challenge your knowledge. Oh, fuck that. I like the fact that it's mono mono. It's one on one. And it, it's, it's a physical aspect, no, it's about mentally getting to it. Going to get to uh, yeah,
0: different. I'm sorry. How does not hitting a buzzer early enough not a mental stress? Like you have to be aware of the of the question of your of your physical stance, like all of the. I'm sorry, I do think that that does involve some sort of mental strategy inside of it in some way, just like what Billy was saying. And the intimidation
2: factor alone—it's a, a huge mental thing, thing because all
0: right.
2: The thing about it is, you could know every single. M- Answer in the speed round and get no points from it because the other person just buzzed in before you and it That's gets right. in your head.
3: Right. Whereas with this, Maybe it's like answer
2: the eight questions or nine questions, I'm still
1: good. It's lackadaisical about it. And so, at the end, of the end of the day, it's this match is another reason why it says that and they both got eight points. They both moved on. All right. The boy didn't even change the match really that much. But back in the day when Bateman had that, like Bateman versus Merle, that that factor of, got it. Boom. Got it. Boom. Got it. And you're, you're somebody, somebody's reeling now. And somebody I mentioned makes the, the game not and more competitive against each other, which is what you want to see. Not just competitive about knowledge, competitive against the other opponent. I want to beat you down and get your points. I'm taking your points, and you. you're not getting any, bitch, because that's part of the part of the game.
0: Yeah, and now we don't get any uh, fun moments like uh, Brendan Meyer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Brendan Meyer impregnating buzzers
0: everywhere.
1: Brendan Meyer going ball deep on the buzzers is uh, <laughs> a
0: Everyone should learn from Brendan Meyer. Justin, the juice inside of the topic. I liked Fast Money at first, but now that we've seen it so much, they always end in pretty much the same points. I agree. I agree, Justin. I do like like this. this. this I do.
2: This is what they should do for Fast Money. It's a little tweak um, because we're going to have Fast Money until we get back in the studio. If you're in the lead, you can say if you want to go first or second, right? They ask you the question however long you take to answer the questions that's it gets to take to answer the questions so if you take only 45 seconds to answer the questions that's all they get they don't get the full minute now if you you know take the full minute they get the full minute but it, that's as long as it can go as, as a minute but if you take 30 seconds or, or 45 seconds you're just popping off that's all they get you don't get the full minute like and that could be a way to like tweak it out. Um, and it puts more pressure on your opponent. And that's what, the, that's what the Schmodown is about, is putting pressure on your opponent. And that's yeah. what differentiates it from just answering questions in a bar, answering questions wherever, is the pressure. I, I like that
1: aspect it. I like that a lot That's a good way to do it.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting uh, for all of the rookies that are going to be extremely used to this online format, used to fast money. It's going to be interesting to see them get into, like, if we – hopefully get back into studio matches sometime this year it'll be interesting to see how that goes down
1: if we maybe, do know that christian
0: that it, is, it is a championship format so if anyone does get there anyone that has not played for that format i think it, that'll be interesting okay sorry I mean,
1: christian has definitely said that he likes he, he it buzzers for sure and so we're gonna get back there people are gonna have to learn i hope people if i was a competitor i'd be practicing with him now i'd be practicing to get ready for it because that could be a distinct advantage to somebody who like a Bateman like a Brennan Meyer who just is that good at
3: it. Yeah. And Merle
1: was not that great at that at that aspect of it.
2: Can can we talk about the, you know, people talk about Ring Russ with 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 uh, with Mara. And typically Ring Russ is thought of as like your trivia knowledge. We we kind of knew her trivia knowledge was there anyway, and the trivia knowledge was gonna be there. The thing that was most impressive for her was her the way she handled the game and the mechanics of the game. She used her repeats wisely. She was ready for the wheel. She was ready for the wheel in the betting round. She knew which categories were going to be three points, two points, one points, maybe even zero points, and vice versa. And that's where, like, Ring rust can come in, and there was none. I mean, she was so impressive the way she just maneuvered the whole game. Yeah. 100%, 100% she knew what she was
1: doing. And uh, I, I think that's part of also having a faction. I mean, that probably the faction. That's where the faction probably helped her out, getting ready to getting used to that as well. Having helped train Dan for a while. I and mean, she was there with Dan, training him. I mean, people were saying Dan, Dan was training her. No, no, she was training Dan. <laughs> as far as especially as IG goes. Uh, gotta give Mara the credit she deserves. I mean, Sometimes I think she gets a little bit in Dan's shadow, and it's just not fair because she's equally... As good in, I mean, in her, in her own fashion, as Dan is. To be honest with you, yeah,
0: because that dungeon roster, know. that dungeon roster has everyone that you want to help you study with: Mara, Ben, uh, Dan, Smets, Smet, Smet, Robert Parker. Parker, Robert Parker. Yes, like
1: Drew, Drew Grant's even been video hard Drew on on studying at this point. Adam yeah. Witt, who is supposedly Kaiser's like right hand man, to kind of keep. a – they keep like depicting themselves as the old grumpy old men coaches from the natural. So to be, and that makes sense. <laughs> it actually, makes quite a lot of sense.
2: Um, but
1: yeah, they're they're chock full of those kind of people. that'll be it's, it's it's ask
0: people, a question. Oh, I'm sorry,
2: it's people who love the game too. That's the one of the thing about the dungeon. Everyone in the dungeon that seems to be in the dungeons is people who love the game of the right. not just the trivia, not just the. The, the fact that it's movie stuff, it's, like, the actual gameplay, and they, they love it. I yeah. agree. I love it, too.
0: <laughs> uh, back to this question from Cam Shaft. Uh, what do you guys think of the code word talk?
1: I love, I love it. I'm I It's silly it. and stupid, but I love it. Is that why I think it's funny as hell?
0: Well, uh, it.
2: well last I year we really loved, done. like, behind the scenes, like, that we saw with the competitors. And they, it's something that the managers realized that they needed to adjust to because everyone could hear them talk and everyone could hear what they were saying. So now we got to talk in code. We got to talk in you know. We have to be prepared for this. And they, they. It's
3: entertaining excellent. though. It's
2: entertaining. They 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 make it entertaining.
1: There's a little extra theatrical aspect to it. It's as to talk. dog. Like, where are they getting this from? But you're kind of like oh I wonder what they're going to use for clues this time. It's uh, yeah. funny enough, on LGR. uh Kaiser's on LGR yesterday. They talked about. They wanted to use, like Kyler said, what if we use after show hosts as code words?
0: <laughs> like what William Harris was saying, I did like how they talked about Ferris. And that's right. That's, that's actually
1: how the conversation began because like Justin Hamilton said that he heard, like when you were talking about ferrets, he thought he heard him say Ferris instead of ferrets. And I got that too. I heard that too myself, honestly. But Kyler's like, yeah, we should a PLD is going to be a zero. If you're moving PLD, it's going to be, yeah, you're going zero, right?
3: Yes, yes,
1: yes, yeah yes, yeah it. yeah exactly <laughs> I, I i think that's
0: funny as yeah. hell I, just <laughs> I, lo- I love it i think that that's hilarious um i hope i know that a lot of people are are excited about this possibly being something like the um the like if whenever the, 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 i can't talk at all today uh whenever we do get back into studio matches having the little um insight like having the managers mic'd up and uh releasing that to like patrons i don't like that idea i i that's why i like that they're doing code words it was such a bummer to have to listen to everything on screen i know that you know it's fun it's interesting sometimes to really like get the inner workings of it but sometimes it's just a little too much info that you're putting out there in the world so i'm glad that they switched over to to code words and doing that and i i really hope that it doesn't say set. I can't talk at all. Set code words. I hope it's something that they switch up every matches and stuff like that, so people don't get on there, uh, don't pick up on it, and try to figure, figure out all of that stuff. But I do love the code words.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Um, getting back to, Fer- I think it was Ferris's question of who Chandru should face next. Oh, yeah, that was a good point. Bring that in there. Yeah. Um. Puck. Puck. I think Puck. either, like, maybe again or Kalinowski. I want to see Parker.
0: You want to see Chandru go up against Parker?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to see Andrew. go against another Dumbman. Okay. And we know how we are with Parker here, so Parker, I want Parker to get, I think Parker uh, got a little bit of a shaft last year. He had, he had a lot, he, he missed a question about colors and It derailed him and everybody's calling him a fluke and everything else. I want to see Robert Parker get his shot at redemption right away. And let's get him up against Chandra and let's see what goes down. So Mm -hmm. that's my
0: call. I like that. Um, I do like what Billy was saying also uh, going up against Mike. I I think it would be good. Um, But I do also like that very much. I think I would like to see him go up against uh, uh, Robert Parker. But I think it would also, no, maybe not necessarily with someone that's newer in, Thank you were. I think we're both pushing push buttons at the same time. There we go. Um, maybe someone who is uh, I can't think of the words, anyways. Yeah, Robert Parker will be my pick, also. There, that's that's I appreciate. do
1: think that we it's already revealed that Chandra will have a uh, Chandra will face Mike. I think that's the call that's going to happen. I think that's what he said there. It's gonna be a number one contender match. That makes sense. I mean, it does make sense, no, no, no doubt about it. Um, but yeah, it's quicker we can see. Parker against him. That's what makes me, makes what makes me happy.
0: But. Yes. The Ferris, the Ferris Muthana question um, that Billy was asking about are the categories. What are your thoughts on the new oh, right. IP categories like swashbuckling and graphic novels?
1: I love it.
0: Me
1: too. <laughs> I, any more categories we can have are, to me make it fun. Of course, that's because I'm not studying them, so maybe they might have a different opinion on that as far as that goes. Um, but I love getting this watchbook. People like people seem to bitch a lot about. I feel like all uh, about. Oh, that's not an IG movie. That's not an IG movie. I don't care what you say. If it's a geeky enough movie, why not? Like I love the fact we can add Pirates of the Caribbean questions. I love the fact we can have Indiana Jones questions in there. Willow, all of them like that. That's fun stuff for me to talk about. I want them. To, I want them to ask questions on that. So I am. All good. Yeah, it is a little odd that Willow is in but I'll agree with that. But I guess it's more of an adventure. Anything
2: that's Willow in there, I don't care. Willow is the ultimate geek movie. So <laughs> I love Willow. Willow's one of my favorite
1: ones. So uh, yeah, no,
2: agree. So the, I love the new categories. The most <laughs> interesting though one though is, is graphic novels because like a movie like um, a history of violence, which on the surface, if you just look at that movie, there is no way it goes into IG. There's nothing about okay. it that says IG. But it's a graphic novel, so that opens up. <laughs> They're all graphic Brent novels. Is- <laughs> Redhead, correct. The greatest Brent man
0: alive. What I, I decide what's an IG movie. I want to know
1: from Brandon. I want to know from Brandon. Is uh, does he have challenges already like lined up for these movies, or uh, like
2: as far as like, the Green Hornet goes, is he ready to challenge ready from the new list? Well, I, I think that's that's the good thing about graphic novels is that it's something new that you can easily point to and say. You can't challenge this. There's a graphic novel about it. Now you can tra- challenge what's a graphic novel versus what's a c- collection of comics and stuff like that. But but I mean, because I mean, there's graphic novels literally about anything. Does manga yeah. count now? Is that in there? Like, <laughs>
0: oh but Snoke put into that also, right? Like, I have the list. I have the list. list. Yeah, you have the list of categories are the the movies that I have are
3: novels.
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay. So it is a a
1: stairs. Okay. There's a list right now. It's 300 300 Rise of an Empire, Atomic Blonde, Sin City, Sin City: A Dame to Kill For, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, Extraction, Road to Perdition, History of Violence, Oblivion, Watchmen, I. Frankenstein, Hercules from 2014, uh, From Hell, Cowboys and Aliens, and V for Vendetta.
0: No Snowpiercer. Okay. Yeah. The other interesting
2: thing we we found out is that now there's no longer a um, differentiation between Marvel and MCU and DC and DCEU, which is going to hurt some players because you can't put them both on the wheel anymore. You couldn't have Marvel and MCU on the wheel and be like, oh, I got two shots to get something I'm super good at. Now it's back to just being one shot, which makes a lot of sense. I mean, there's not really...
1: Real quick, I just want to throw out there, Snowpiercer is in the list, but not in graphic novels, under the dystopian time travel movie, dystopian future time travel thing. So Snowpiercer is there in IG, just not in graphic novels.
2: Right, which I think Scott Pilgrim was already in there under, like, comic book movies before, and now it's under graphic novels, so...
0: I do like that uh, Jurassic Park is in in there. I know someone put that in the chat earlier, but... um... I love that Jurassic Park is its own category now. Um, Yeah. that's so good. I love those movies. I I love them all. I'm so sorry. I am am a Jurassic World apologist.
1: We agree. I I
0: love
3: it. Stormy Woods in the chat (laughs) says my heart
0: goes out to Winston. Uh, Both of his players were so disrespectful. Disrespectful.
1: Where's RB3 when you need them?
0: Yes. Where's the? when you
3: need Chill
2: fast and loose attitude that uh it comes back to bite you, you know. You're just drip dripping and swag swagging around. I don't know how this stuff works, but uh um. <laughs> Billy, when you say drip trip, it sounds like you gotta go to the hospital. Uh, that's, exactly. Like a that's <laughs> what I it is. So. Uh avoid uh, the clap Jimmy uh, That's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh
1: yeah, but uh so
0: uh anything else on these new IG categories?
1: Uh, the specific ones that were mentioned, no, and we can get into the rest of the categories at some point soon. If that's what we're gonna get to next. Uh, but basically, the idea the other day we like the new categories and I like the idea. But yeah, you know, actually, Billy, we need to touch base on that and we'll get into it a little more of the MCU Marvel thing. That's an idea. A lot of people didn't like that. I've heard I read some things in different groups that like they didn't like that because like, like they wanted the MCU separate from Marvel, but PJ made a great point in that, like, we are entering the world of the multiverse soon. and uh, like you're having all these different Characters from different universes appearing. It's so like if Spider-Man Three. You have like if Tobey Maguire appears in Spider-Man Three, does that make Spider-Man Tobey Maguire movies is that
2: MCU now, or is it not? It's all also, like
1: it's all well,
3: blending also, in.
2: You 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 combine these categories that a really I mean no, there's not that much. This movie-wise, who cares? Like it's just a way to like what studio's doing it. We don't do that for any other anything else. Like. You know, Sony doesn't have a category in the on the main wheel or like right. Miramax or whatever, um, and then it, it allows more room for these other categories to to yeah. to flourish. And I love I can't wait for these to show up in round one because I think right. that that's when people are going to start tripped up a little bit in round one. You know.
1: Well, the other also aspect of it, and again, we'll probably get into this a little, little bit as we go on, but mm-hmm. having the subcategories now, having the Batman Superman categories, things like that specifically, lets you dive a little deeper into those movies that have probably, Batman and Superman are two of the ones that have the most uh, book movies about it, so take a little deep dive into that, versus you can have a Batman question in the DC, obviously, a little deeper dive, and then when you have the specific Batman question, question, that's why I want to say someone take that real spice and see how deep that I'll give
0: it that, that. Yeah. So part of uh, getting back to this Shanju Mara match, um, we all got the rule book. We talked about the rule book a little bit earlier in the show, but uh, you know, we all got it. We all understand that there's one particular thing inside of the rule book, and it was about challenges and um, how they were going to to be monitored in a way. So uh, the way that Mara answered her Indiana Jones question wasn't technically a straight answer. She The way that she answered it was, we named the dog Indiana, which is my favorite fucking movie quote ever. Like I, I say it all the goddamn time. It's my favorite, favorite quote from a movie.
1: And One I'm going to have Jake... I'm gonna, I, Jake uh, by the way, I'm going to cut that. I'm going to have Jake edit those out for every time you've ever said it on call to action. and just have a morning broke up all the time. <laughs> I love it. I'm, sorry, uh, I,
0: I'm sorry, go ahead. I say it all the time. Well, I'm not even lying when I, I say it all the damn time. It's my favorite fucking movie quote. It really is. But she didn't straightforward answer it, and Chandra didn't challenge it. We've seen Chandra give out some Challenges before that were kind of questionable, but now that we know with the rule book going up You can't give these petty challenges anymore So how do you all feel about the way that Mara answered and the um, The challenge like could that would you have felt like in previous seasons that would have been something that could have been challenged?
2: Uh, the precedent honestly and we love this precedent here the precedent is set in the Mike Kalinowski match against Jeff Snyder He sings the song flash uh, uh, and then says, the same? If he had just said Gordon If he sings Flash Gordon He gets it right And even though he said all this other stuff She said the answer So the answer is there in what she's saying And it, technically it's 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 like someone asks you a question And then you repeat the question and the answer Like that doesn't make The, the answer any less correct You know like mm-hmm.
1: Agreed. Well, I agree hundred percent with Billy at that point. The question's been set at this point and, and the petty challenge thing is gonna is gonna stop the happening these things from happening as well, I think. So I was happy with the the, the non-challenge aspect of that.
0: Me too. So Me too. And I love <laughs> with that. <laughs> Y'all should have this, seen light up when they asked that question. Here at home, as soon as I heard it, I started <laughs> <laughs> We named the dog Indiana. Oh,
3: the
2: people it's gonna affect the most are going to be the people who like to use challenges as weapons. It's mm-hmm. your Ben Bacon's, your Jeff Snyder's, your you know, even like Gucci yeah. to a certain extent. They can't do that anymore. You can't use yeah. a challenge like a timeout right. a ice the kicker that sort of thing anymore. Um, for the most part, people don't challenge things peddly. People think they think that there needs to be a challenge. Um, which I think is good. I think it's a good thing. I, I you have your timeout now if you want to out and. Well, I don't know. The- Timeouts
1: were kind of taken out of the, like the latest, latest rule book. I don't know. If, oh like, yeah, that's, that's right. Or not? I don't like. We haven't really gotten any official word on that. Like it was just all of a sudden not there, and you know,
2: that's damn sure. I'll I'm I'm that. waiting for someone to just disconnect on purpose to get like a timeout. Like
3: yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm, having
2: <laughs> I'm having Brendan Meyer issues.
1: <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> All
0: right, Paul.
1: <cool. laughs> oh, I cut out? Perfect. Perfect uh, way. Who's acting I, is Paul, well, you, well, you
0: can't play like that because we'll kick you off the screen real fast. That's true. Too.
1: That's true. That's why I moved my eyes so that you can play <laughs> actually with playing. Uh, oh, <laughs> I know you too goodness. well. Yeah. So. Um, you know what, though? I want to throw something in there real quick. Team guy. Guy. I love the fact that Geyser. Geyser's Chandru guy was so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, so good and he had a um so he mentioned guy a couple of times i feel like that was his way of keeping the injured guy in the uh in Wait, the pan in. <laughs> so we're still around possibly
0: Yeah, shout out to Jesse Swift in the chat. What's up, dude? Hello, hello, C2A, who is excited for March 3rd? I wonder what that is. I wonder what's going on March 3rd.
2: Jesse Jesse Swift, why don't you come on Call to Action, Call Live, and tell us how excited you are for March 3rd? Yeah, yeah.
0: This is so how, we're, doing how we can't on the show now. We just asked them from the chat. That's how we're going to start doing it. That's how we're going to win. We're going to repeat, baby. Robert Parker, come on the show. Jesse Swift, come on the show. Ferris <laughs> Whitmore, come on the show. Junior's <laughs> inside of there. It's all good. Um, <laughs> so, uh little, little, little sorry, I forgot. My mind got thrown off. Where are we, at, guys?
1: Well, Jesse Swift versus Aubrey Rose is going to be a hell of a match and, uh, Yes. <laughs> But ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the juice,
0: the and the the juice says, we don't want Swift on here. Jesse and I uh, I, we and... need uh we need a Schmoebates with
2: Jesse Swift and and and, 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 uh, and juice's boy.
1: <laughs> I like that I idea. Like his last
0: name. That's a tough last name for me to know. That I don't know if anybody saw his reaction video, but
2: his reaction video to not to himself getting drafted. But to Jesse getting drafted before him has my favorite line in the history of this planet. I'm sweating with anger. It's so good.
3: <laughs> I need that
2: t-shirt. Juice, get on that t-shirt. I need to. I'm <laughs> sweating with anger. T-shirt. Uh, there
1: you go
0: Okay, so Paul's going to finally quit the podcast. Thank you so much, Paul. We really enjoyed genuinely- it. Thank goodness. Okay. Oh, there
3: we go.
0: We can get his Sorry, name off there, it off too. There we go. The best
3: thing ever.
0: Um, I'm going to – oh, we got another Streamlabs donation. Thank you so much, Brandon Buck. Uh, So now timeouts aren't a thing. Do you think certain competitors will use a challenge as a timeout? That's that's very interesting, Buck. Um. Challenges as timeouts, I do think that they can happen. But again, I think that goes back to the petty challenge sort of rule. It would, I think, it would definitely have to be a very, very valid um, challenge if they're, especially if they're just trying to use it as a timeout. They, I don't think so, that they you really.
2: They're going to have to be really careful about the way that they challenge things, because you could do a petty challenge and make it not seem petty, because mm-hmm. they could be like, "What's the name of the dog?" You know, the dog and they say, you know, Indiana, and they're like, I thought it was Missouri. Can we look that up right quick? (laughs) It's like we got to take the five minutes now to look it up, and we get a challenge, and it's clearly petty, but we make it look like it's not petty.
0: (laughs) Right. So I think that's probably – I'll ask Paul that question again whenever Paul comes back on here, but I I think that it would be tough to try to utilize a challenge for a timeout, especially with – with everyone trying to clean up on these, on these challenge rules. So,
2: yeah, I, I still think they should have a timeout. The timeout rule is like the, makes the most sense. Every other sport on the planet has timeouts. So if we're going to be a sport, like you get a timeout, you know, I get a comfort break. That's the greatest name of a timeout as ever, by the way, in sports history, it's from cricket. That's what they call timeouts is the comfort break. (laughs)
0: Cam Shaft in the chat does have a question. Again, we're going to have to wait for Paul to come back for this one, but I'm curious about this too, Bill. Uh, Cam Cam's asking, uh, what is the NTS news on PLD? Tell us. I don't know if that means, like, um, what's uh, news that Paul has or is Paul doing a show without us on his own channel?
2: It's that Paul's been fired forever from everything and that he, will, he is now stricken from the record. He no longer exists. Um... He is no longer part of any MTS related things or <laughs> cult to action
3: related
0: things, guys. That's all often awesome snapped out
2: of existence. <laughs>
0: Oh, we got some questions to ask you, but before we get into that, Shmoe me the money. If y'all have not gone to their channel and watched their their stuff, please go and do that. Please subscribe to Shmoe Shmo, me the money. Oh my god, I love them so much. Uh Jeff and Buck over there. Timeouts are a nightmare on digital. Where do player and a manager go to chat? Yeah, exactly. So that's how I feel about it. Paul, one of the questions that we got in the Streamlabs was uh, from Brandon Buckingham saying, so now timeouts aren't a thing. Do you think certain competitors will use a challenge as a timeout? What are your opinions on that, Paul? Well, that to me,
1: it goes back to the petty challenge thing. Um, But I think if they had the timeout, they'd be less likely to use the challenge to timeout.
0: Um, Mm -hmm. If there is no
1: timeout, I could see them risking maybe Testing those, like a kid with a parent, you know, testing that boundary as far as maybe I could throw a timeout. Maybe I could throw a challenge in there as a timeout. Maybe it's not quite petty enough to be called a petty challenge. Right. Um, we should see them tell that line because then if somebody, depending on how Christian Mark or whoever's in the desk feels, if they decide to like say, you know, we're, we're, we're you're, you're fucking done, they might regret that and maybe they'll push it back. and think it's gonna be a kind of give and flow, give and take kind of atmosphere until we get that all figured out what where the where that boundary is, where that line is.
0: Oh, okay, so again, sorry, I'm looking at the at the chat and Cam had asked us earlier, Paul, if, if, uh, if you want to give us any information, you can, but I mean, no pressure, we're just gonna keep bugging you about it. But Cam says, there is going to be some big PLD news in his relationship to the MTS. So I think I know what she might be talking about, but... Look at, look at, he's doing this on purpose. Again, Paul is speaking while his mic is muted. <laughs> refusing to give us the key and that's why <laughs> he's <laughs> going finds- oh, going to the
2: same bit more than once it's <laughs> true it's true i it's it's, it's not,
1: i, I would say it's big dude it's just it's it's i mean you guys obviously have known that i've worked with coming up next before uh i was engineering for brad and jen chill and that was cool um but there's a potential that i might have something in line to uh um, be a part of the, the, the team again in a different capacity. Um, I wouldn't say it's huge things or anything like that, but what I, I can't, what I can, of course, I'll let, I'll let you guys know. Um, I don't want to step on any toes or anything else. It's not my place to really talk about much, but it's it's cool. It's, it's some cool things coming up, I think. So, so Today's Paul is side.
0: basically confirming team action reunion. We got it. <laughs> Everyone, make sure to tweet that out. Paul confirms team action reunion. <laughs> <laughs> manager, Paul. also places.
2: Paul, you should really let us decide if something's cool before you uh, just like (laughs) blatantly say that it's something cool happening, like, because you're (laughs) you're cool, might be different than someone else's. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> I'll pass that
1: along. I'll pass that along, Billy. I'll pass that along. Your your level. You can let me know if it's not. If
2: it is, or I not. have some really cool uh, C two A news in the future. So stay tuned at all times to whenever I'm. There's on gonna school. be a lot
0: of C two A news in the future. Also, y'all, uh, March beginning of March is our um, podiversary. We will be a podcast going strong for three years in March. We've been doing this shit for three years. Some of y'all a little less. I mean, we're not gonna we're not gonna measure dicks over here, but.
2: <laughs> um, this, this thing wasn't even a thing until I got on it, so um don't know what that anniversary is, but it doesn't feel right. I'm
0: My a two-time sure.
2: award-winning journalist, so... Uh.
0: <laughs> Mark made this, I believe, the date that we first uh, did anything. I think if if you go back to our old videos, which are very different, um, it's a mostly different crew now from the first... From the first episode, but um, I believe that was done March eighth, twenty eighteen, and I cannot believe that it's that we've been doing this for this fucking long, man.
2: There's some yeah. There's some something. important dates in in, uh, in call to action history. There's there's the that date. There's the whatever date it was that Nat hit live on accident. Um, oh, that's when I joined C2A, those are the three big like milestone moments in the history of C2A. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. So let us chat. Let us know if you all want us to do something for C2A. I will I will gladly stress myself out a little bit more to plan that and organize it. Um, if, if people want it. I think we're definitely going to do something for a patrons. Sign up for a Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash call to action pod. Sign up there. Got some fun stuff uh, coming up. Got a lot of stuff with that coming up. But I feel like I'm getting ahead of myself at this moment now. So, uh, Paul, I'm going to let you kind of rein it, rein it in just a bit. Tell me where I'm supposed to be because my brain is going a million miles a minute right now.
1: Okay. Well, first of all, the last thing I'll say is it was the date of uh, when Nat pressed live accidentally. That was June 3rd, 2019. So, that was our... Uh, first time going to live. That
0: point, oh my so. gosh, that's so crazy that we were doing it for over a year before we started doing live shows. Wow.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, anyway, we, uh, we did mention before, we broke down all the matches, the, the two matches, as much as we wanted to, uh, and the exhibition as well. Um, we love that, the whole thing went down with the dungeon, uh, and with Mara, and everybody had a great match. Uh, we wanted to talk about the, the categories, that so you have a list of new categories that we were talking about, and we can, like, I'll just list them out, and we want to talk about them and break them down any further we can as we need to. Um, a lot we're going to go categories. back
0: to the old school uh, C2A where we're going to be reacting to uh, Paul announcing the... the
1: uh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right. Uh, the new categories, we start with the directors. The new directors that have been added to the select, to the wheel are Akira Kurosawa, which is yes. very interesting.
0: I, Something I, that, I, I love be- that.
1: Gonna be a big hole for some people, I think, yeah. and I'm hoping it's going to make people watch more of his things as well. Uh, one for video drew, specifically. hopefully, they
2: have their, their information correctly when they give the answers. To- <laughs> it's when they- true. <laughs> like, when did Seven Samurai come out?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a, that was a moment in Schmodown.
1: Uh, video drew will like this one. We had David Lynch being added to the wheel, uh, definitely nice one there. Um, going back to the classics, Frank Capra, I mean, added to the wheel.
0: Oh, interesting. It's a wonderful life. Thanks.
1: Okay.
0: Nice.
2: Yeah. Um and,
1: and other
0: things. I mean in other things too. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Smith goes to Washington. I don't know. Other things. I saw it's a wonderful life for the first time last year, this past holiday season. So that's trash.
2: All that <laughs> <movie is laughs> trash. what a terrible movie that is. What? What?
0: <laughs> Keep going, Paul. We're taking Billy off the podcast next. Keep going, Paul.
3: Uh,
2: you know me. Man. I said this to Paul. You know me. Is there anything about It's a Wonderful Life that would make you think that me, that I would like that movie?
3: <laughs> I didn't
2: know. That Happy, funny. joyful? Maybe Mr. Potter. Maybe.
3: Yes! Uh, <laughs> man, the hero <laughs> of that movie. Yeah.
1: Uh, Alright, another director added, which I'm excited about, Guillermo del Toro, which is a big... Uh, oh, I love movie. that!
0: Oh, yeah. I That's really amazing. like that
2: nice. Uh, Paul, uh, you're not allowed to say his name. Danny, can you say his name, please? Yes, please.
0: Guillermo de Toro.
2: That's so much sexier. You sabes, cabroncito.
0: Guillermo del Toro.
2: Lo mismo con yo, Guillermo. Yo soy Guillermo. William is Guillermo.
0: Billy speaks more Spanish than I do. That's can Everyone knows I know He's just showing off at this point. Keep going, Paul. Very good. Very good.
2: All right. Are we done? sorry.
1: <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> uh, M. Night
1: Shyamalan.
0: Oh, Shamalama, nice. A
1: very big wheel fan. fan at that point on. Um, and finally, the last director out that I have is Robert Rodriguez.
0: Ooh, Ooh, a that's, Texas a boy. that's a Texas boy right there. Mm-hmm. A boy right there. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, I've said this once before on the podcast, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it again because it's a fun little brag. I got to do the hair at uh I got to do hair for the bridal party at Robert Rodriguez's wedding a couple of years ago, a few years ago
1: at this point uh i'm gonna pick up that name you just
0: dropped there uh danny well. <laughs> you're welcome thank you uh i do want to put this up there really quickly from danny cost like lost i was on the famous fly girl episode <laughs> with janine and alex that is when we discovered that billy belford knew how to make gifts and didn't tell us until he made the flag kit. that was
1: somehow got deleted from our, our list
0: we didn't I mean, really I was, the- I was looking for it right now it did it get deleted
1: yeah, it looks like. I mean, we have that looking one. We oh,
0: have that
1: one. We have
3: that one. More of oh, really
1: like, <laughs> me. I didn't make that one. That's all. Jake, you talk about original. <laughs> oh, of course. Uh, even though this is not a gif, we do have oh. the uh, the hot Wonka.
0: The hot Wonka. <laughs> yeah, this is my personal favorite one that we have on here. they're mostly just do for us and whenever we're ribbing each other, and it's. <laughs> It's the infamous waterfall game. Okay, okay. But, that's, uh, it. that's it. That's it. That's it. Uh, we'll get back on track now.
1: All right, getting back on track. Uh, the new actor slices that we have. The uh, first one, long time coming, Al Pacino. The Duncan Chino himself never had a slice and he's got one now.
0: That's interesting. Nice. Uh,
1: another one for the uh, Spanish speaking crew. This is fun Spanish speaking was Antonio Banderas.
0: Antonio Banderas.
1: Banderas. I like that. Get uh, in there. Um,
0: also.
2: Bruce Willis
1: gets a slice.
2: Uh, I mean that, that's an interesting one because it's like where do you draw the line on like I know shitty Bruce Willis
0: oh movie <laughs> when he started mailing
3: it in? God, <laughs>
0: that's gonna be tough.
1: Some of those later ones are just tough definitely.
0: To so so bad. bad.
1: Um all kidding aside, I'll no, kidding aside, I know it is the Ed Harris slices added. To, uh I gotta be I gotta just point, but like i say it's what's funny about that to me is I joked about that for years, right? I did, I was always kind of part of my bit. I know obviously it's a bit that we do, and I, I love it. Um I never actually expected it to happen. <laughs> so when it did happen, I was like, holy shit. Uh, I do want to thank Christian for letting the action guys announce five uh slices in and then let me to let me <laughs> take to it. Uh it was very very fun for me to be able to do. And I'm really happy and thankful to PJ out of that PJ had that. Um it should be a lot of fun. I like it.
0: Uh, actually, and
1: and that side, I will say, I like the idea of of adding more supporting character actors because it's a definitely a thing that you don't get highlighted as much. I think it's an interesting way to tackle uh, questions because these supporting characters have been in like a ton of movies. Maybe they haven't done a lot of leading roles.
0: Uh, <laughs> in <His name laughs> the chat. Ed Harris is a bit. Pink, so <laughs>
1: My love rib isn't a bit. I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> If the perhaps over exuberance and the hatred from everybody else, I think it's a good anyway, Uh, Jesse but,
2: Swift is correct in the chat, it is heresy that uh, the swashbuckling does not include the princess bride. That is,
1: it'll get there at some
2: point. I feel like that'll happen. The dread um, pirate Roberts is not swashbuckling.
0: I think it should be swashbuckling. I, I do agree with that. Inconceivable is what you should have said, Jesse. To, yeah, to
2: yeah, sure. what Paul said, um about, like, character actors. Character actors, honestly, is the, is, like, the birth of movie trivia. Because it's it's that guy from that thing. It's right. that guy from that thing, and then knowing that was, like, you could, like, lord it over your friends, and that's right. what, like, brought... You know, us nerds together of lording our movie knowledge over our friends, and then we realize that maybe we don't know as much about movies as we thought we did. True, me, um,
3: <laughs> well, that and it it adds on to knowledge.
1: that. <laughs> That's exactly what you're talking about. Because, like, when you you know, start talking about looking at those character actors, you're like, Oh, I do that guy, I know that guy, I know that guy. Um, it, having a slice on that is just. It adds so much depth to the movies you, you think about. So I, I love that. I hope we get more character actors because uh, that's what this is all about. It's more yes. knowledge we have. So,
0: you know what? Now after all of this WandaVision hype, I would love to see a Catherine Hahn slice. I know that there's oh no my gosh. That can happen, but that would I would love a Catherine Hahn slice. Yeah, but you have to
2: include movies and TV because she's so good on so many good TV things. <laughs> Parks and Rec for 100%. So good. Oh,
0: yes. So good. When she walks into Ben and Leslie's house in a poncho, covered in plastic, and then she gets the kid like hits her with a paintbrush or something. You see? Oh, we're uh, talking about uh, Parks and Rec. It's probably going to summon Nat somehow. I feel like Nat's going to end up popping up in the chat. Also, um, uh, Nat did send us. The uh, and I totally forgot, I totally dropped the ball on that one. Oh my god, I asked Nat to do a fantasy update for us, and I don't have that set up at all right now. Oh my god,
1: oh, we got time. Uh, I got a couple more things to do anyway. Uh, <laughs> I right, want to move on to a couple more of the categories here. Oh, yeah, uh, here I uh, got Jack Nicholson gets a slice. Uh, I'm happy to see that. Jack's got a lot of great movies. Um, yeah, almost, he's one of those guys, that, like, oh, he didn't have a slice already. Right? Oh, okay, yeah, um, this is one of my favorite ones, and it's gonna be an interesting one. Jackie Chan getting a good
3: slice.
0: Oh, Ooh, I like that. So we have
3: Jackie Chan like and, and
2: martial arts movies, right? Jackie Chan and martial arts. Because they the announced movie, yeah. martial arts movies. We get that's and and so I love the fact that we're getting um like Asian cinema because we get obviously this isn't all of Asian cinema but we get martial arts movies we get Kurosawa we get um Jackie Chan. I would love if they ever do Studio Ghibli, like that should be its own real slice, like things like that, like anything that expands the what we know of, what we consider cinema, you know, like or what your average person considers cinema. I'm glad
0: that you said Studio Ghibli. Um, I, I, I'm going to bring this up again because it's it's what I thought about. Uh, Paul Yama on uh, Ben Goddard's podcast earlier today talked about Studio Ghibli and how that's that's a slice that he hopes to see in in the future because it's it's. It's a low interest for some people, but anyone that understands those movies and, and anime in general, um, really is into them. And I think that there's a bigger audience for it than a lot of people kind of realize. So I would absolutely love to see Studio Ghibli inside of the Shmo down.
1: Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Jackie Chan, I know it's gonna be more of the American based movies. I think that's probably what they're gonna start with, but I do like the idea of getting more Jackie Chan as far as I go. Um, all right, moving on real quick, another, another classic actor, James Stewart. Getting a slice, which makes a lot of sense um, as far as that goes. Um Yeah,
0: Jimmy Stewart, nice. I get Cap and Jimmy Stewart kill oh, no. me
2: now. Uh, <laughs> thank goodness I'm not a Schmodown competitor, so I don't have to watch those crappy movies.
0: Billy, That's you not- don't watch good movies anyway.
2: That's true. That's true. How uh, dare you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm fired now, bye. <laughs>
3: uh,
0: this is sure to be a fan favorite.
1: Uh, sure, sure to be a fan favorite slice. Uh,
0: Keanu Reeves is going to be a slice, which is fun. Yes, thank I God. Feel like I heard that somewhere else. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just me trying to manifest it. But I'm super pumped for the Keanu slice. Yes,
2: I can't wait for all these schmodown competitors to watch chain reaction a few more times. <laughs> <laughs> Poor
1: guys.
2: Poor guys. Uh, classic. classic.
1: Kind of Kevin Hart getting a slice, which is interesting for me. Uh, Hunt, that's yep, that's
2: one of those that's that's a Ben Bateman slice. That's a slice that Bateman will watch every single one of his movies and will like Targeted. dominate that category. Like because it's Targeted. it's not a very broad category. Right. Agreed. Uh let's
1: see. Uh one of the uh, an action army favorite for sure, uh the Nicolas Cage slice. Uh I love me Nick Cage, <laughs> so that's
2: a definitely good one.
0: The beast, uh, Not the beans! <laughs>
2: <laughs> Man, They Maybe the Samuel out. Jackson slice. That would be an amazing slice, because that's such a huge
0: oh,
3: body yeah, yeah, of oh, work. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and it's such a, a range of oh, like. So oh, so weird. <laughs> I'm going uh, to bring back this age-old uh, fun little thing. Paul, you can keep going. I just want to... <laughs>
1: Time to kill? Yes, bringing the book back. I guess. That, Last
3: uh, oh,
0: yeah, pulling something from my bookshelf. To.
2: Uh, that's out. the only. That's the only one of his books you should own.
0: <laughs> it is actually the only Christian book that I own. So.
2: It's the only good one. Don't own any other ones.
1: <laughs> uh, the final four actor categories. We move on to, before we move on to the actresses. The four actors we got: Paul Newman, Robert De Niro, Robert Redford, and Sir Sean Connor.
0: Oh, Sir Sean Connery. That's that's the only somewhat accent and uh, impression that I can do is a is a Sean, Con- and it's not very good. Sorry. Uh, I was
1: about to say the more you go on, you're kind of losing it a little bit, but that's
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it. I heard
1: it. <laughs> but that's why your dog question can come in again uh, outside of IG. It'll come that's in that that's
0: of how I perfected that that line. is from trying to imitate Sean Connery's accent. So.
1: Uh yes. Uh, okay, <laughs> actresses. We got Emily Blunt. Uh, one of those guys that's another Ben Bateman uh, category, I feel like one he'll, he'll try to target. Uh, we got Francis McDormand, a lot of great ca- act, uh, films from there. Hallie Berry, Jennifer yeah. Jennifer. I Lover,
0: love that. Little
1: J Lo. Uh, Oprah Winfrey, his life, which is interesting is- to me. Uh, Reese Witherspoon, and Whoopi Goldberg.
0: Oh, yeah. oh, I I actually like every single one of those. I think that that's going to be a lot of fun. I do feel like the, the Oprah category is one of those categories. Yeah, rest in peace, Sean Connery. She talks in her sleep. I tried. <laughs> I tried. Um, I, I do think that the Oprah category is also one of those movies that you can just really get deep into because I don't think that she has a huge body of work. So I it heard. is. That you can definitely get and but great movies though. So the 100%. color purple I believe she was in. Um that's the only movie that's coming to mind because I don't play Smo Down. So uh but.
2: she was in that uh, one of those like Tomorrowland, not Tomorrowland, um the Wrinkland um, Time. Wasn't she in Rinklin's yeah, time? time? Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: Not the not the Rinklin time knockoff called Tomorrowland. Um she was in actually a wrinkling time.
0: Yeah, yeah, I actually like
2: Tomorrowland better
1: than Wrinkled
0: Time. You I like Tomorrowland. I like Tomorrowland, and I I actually kind of do like a Wrinkle in Time. I have a little bit of a of a tip uh, with the way that they decided to adapt some of the things into it from the books. Yeah,
2: yeah. Me and Danielle, we uh, to do a uh, a watch the book on a Wrinkle in Time. Um, we there can you
3: go.
0: Oh, that. that's right. Was Wrinkle in Time? I know that you and I talked about it. Watch the book will be coming soon. You know, I I gave up on a lot of stuff to that's uh, gonna be distracting for it. So I'm not talking about schmodown right now, I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm mm-hmm. Handing it back to Paul.
1: All right. Uh, okay. So those are the, after, the new categories in the subgenre categories, so to speak. Uh, we got black cinema, which is what we already talked a little bit about, which I'm happy to say. Uh, DreamWorks Animation is getting a slice. Cartoons oh, are trash.
0: Dreamworks. Oh, shut up, Billy. But all right,
1: I was waiting for that to happen. Uh, interesting one for me here is is Lucasfilm is getting a slice, which is where you fill in the Star Wars, you can fill in the uh, Howard the Duck, you could fill in the uh strange magic the tucker man and his dream the uh willows a lot of different things you're gonna add to that's an interesting category to add um we should see what that's gonna be like in the singles division as far as that goes um i hate it i know you do we already have a
2: whole star wars division that we shouldn't have now we got a Lucasfilm slice get out of here
1: yeah. deep cut strange magic questions y'all that's what we're gonna go with <laughs>
2: Uh, 19 martial arts,
1: martial <laughs> arts movies, which uh, is a good category.
2: That's fun. Love that. Again, it's one of those categories. It's like, how do you define it? Like, right. how much martial arts do they have to do? And also, what kind of martial arts? Like, is Warrior a martial arts movie? It's a mixed martial arts movie.
1: Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> I
3: don't know.
2: That's oh, Jesse,
1: yeah, you haven't met Billy yet, obviously. Billy's been on the Cartoons as Trash for years.
2: I didn't say animation is trash. I said cartoons are trash.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, what else we got? We got what Mystery Films. Mystery film, which is a good category. Again, uh, what it means, we're going to have to see how the category develops at this point. I think there's a lot of things that kind of cross over in that way, but that's another good one. Um, here's a fun one, I think. Spoof Movies.
0: Interesting.
1: The hot Terrible, awful. <laughs> oh, my God. Punch me in the face. <laughs> Poor people have to watch those all day long. Yeah,
0: that's going to suck. It, I think that's it, where Movie 43 is going to come in. I know that someone had said something uh, about Halle Berry. <laughs> Jesse Swift in the chat says, I hope Movie 43 is in the Halle Berry slice. I feel like <laughs> Movie 43 would be in the spoof slice, right? Like, is that possibly where it could could live?
2: N- no, because it's not a direct... Like, a spoof is, like, something like... Um, like scary movie where it's like spoofing a genre right. or like the rom-com one. There's a lot of those like... Movie 43 is just a sketch movie and it's just awful trash. Horrible. I still haven't
0: seen it. I just know that there's balls on Hugh Jackman's chin. That's the <laughs> only thing that I know about that movie.
2: I would rather watch any cartoon on the planet before watching Movie 43 and that will show you how bad Movie 43 is because cartoons wow. are trash. Wow. Whatever.
3: Whatever.
1: Um, let's see. Okay, we got Stephen King as a slice. Uh, Stephen King adaptations. I like that aspect. That's be fun. I do
0: too. I like that. I'm a big fan of Stephen King movies. Uh, Stephen King adaptations. Not a big fan of Stephen King at the moment, but I am a big fan of. Uh, the adaptation There's
2: a lot of bad Stephen King adaptations that people are yeah. to that's,
0: uh, that's not a that's that's not No, that a, is.
2: Bad. That's that's trucks. That's a, that's yeah. based off of the Stephen King. Stephen King directed that.
0: It's right definitely on, it's definitely he directed that movie when he was like on the most fucked up part of his life. It's so mm-hmm. nice to hear the stories behind Maximum Overdrive. There were a lot of
2: movies that direct that were directed on cocaine in that time period.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I definitely specifically yes. like that movie is why Stephen King doesn't direct or do movies anymore because of of the way that fucking Maximum Overdrive came out. It's insane. That i I love that movie, y'all. I'm not even gonna fucking. Oh, lie. I do I, love, I it. love it.
2: Oh, it is like cult classic TBS, you know, on a Tuesday night. At like
0: soda Start shooting out from the soda machine, and they kill so like a soda machine kills someone in this movie. Y'all, it's hilarious. This is we great we had the electric carving knife
2: in our hat, the same one, and I threw it in the trash. My mom doesn't know that to this day.
0: Oh my gosh. I look. I don't know if Nat is saying that *The Shining* is a is a bad one, is a bad adaptation, but it's it's it is a. There, oh man, I can talk about *The Shining* all day long. That'll go into a great game movie. Uh, yeah, great yeah. Movie. It's a great fucking movie. Stanley Cooper is one of my favorite directors. There's a lot of. I'm not going to Danny Rant. I'm sorry. I will. I will absolutely <laughs> Danny Rant about Shining. We've already, already been here an hour,
1: 45, Danny. We've already been here an hour, 45. I know. I'm,
0: I'm sorry. On, I'm dude. sorry.
2: It's like this, guys. There are movies that are based on a true story, and then there are movies that are inspired by a true story. The Shining is inspired by a Stephen King story, <laughs> it's not based on a Stephen King story. Oh. A 100%. 100%.
0: Um,
1: all right. The final uh, new category and subgenre is a very interesting one Wrestlers in Film.
2: Okay. Yes. Fantastic. Best slice ever. Oh my God. I cannot wait for people to have to answer all of the Hulk Hogan movie questions. No Hulk like, Bard.
0: Mr. Nanny.
3: Suburban Commando.
0: What's Suburban Commando? That <laughs> piece of trash. We can get <laughs> a splice.
2: Oh, man. Oh, but RIP, man. We're going to get uh, the Roddy Roddy Piper movie. They, live. Oh. they live. Fantastic movies. That's a yes. good movie.
0: That, that right. is a good movie. Like, that's a really good movie. I think everyone should watch they Live. Marine.
2: <laughs> Marine question. Are we gonna get all the Marine questions? Like Marine yeah. Five with the Miz. <laughs>
1: I think they all know I don't think they were I don't think they were theatrically released. I think that's the difference. I think they have to be theatrically released there. It was
2: different. released at, at one theater in Connecticut for for WWE. <laughs> Technically, you get Kevin Smith movies in there, because Chris Jericho
1: appeared in a couple of uh, Kevin Smith movies or things in there. It's, it's a very broad category. Um, about-
2: there's uh, Waterboy is in that category, because the Captain Insano is played by the Giant. <laughs> Expendables
1: has Stone Cold Steve Austin in it. I mean,
0: oh, like- that's where you could put Princess Bride also.
2: Under the
1: Giant. Under the category. Giant.
2: There you go, yeah. Absolutely.
1: I mean, there's a lot of,
2: like, especially cameo. If you, like, just count cameos, there's so many of them. I mean, uh, Blade 3 has Triple H in it. That's <laughs> true. Mm-hmm. And right.
1: Early Dwayne Johnson, he had his own slice, but those are uh, the rundown. I love the rundown. I love the rundown. With Christopher Walken as well. Oh, so good. So good.
0: It, like, when, when Dwayne Johnson did that, that run of Disney movies for a little while, That's those yeah. are going to be great movies. The Jumanji movies be on also.
2: Oh, what's the one where he's like a quarterback And he has his daughter so bad Awful wow. Game, ch- game so changer game, oh, no. game plan, yeah No, the game tooth plan. fairy, he actually plays The tooth fairy <laughs> Right,
0: right, I don't know why I was thinking that when he had a daughter in it But no, 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 you're right The you're game
2: right. plan, I think it is the game plan is the name Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: that's fair. That movie is
2: trash I'm sorry oh. Like That's on <laughs> level trash
1: um okay moving on i do have the ig categories although the list i had doesn't have them separated down to the new versus the what the old were so i'll just list them real quick there's 25 of them and then we can go through what we think is new or whatever we want to talk about new okay alien predator got animated batman comic book movies dc dystopian future and time travel fantasy sci-fi graphic novels heroes and villains jurassic park marvel middle earth mixed bag planet of the apes Scores and soundtracks, Spider-Man, Star Wars, Star Trek, Superman, Splash Adventure, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Transformers, Who Said It, Wizarding World, and X-Men.
2: The the so, thing that the, the IG is still missing to me, and they I granted they do appear in these categories, but something that would kind of change the way you have to think about categories in your mind when you're thinking about categories is if they did something like 70s. IG, 80s IG, like,
3: mm,
2: because then, it's, then you're not like, I okay, I only have to think about Marvel back to the 70s, or DC back to the 70s, or comic book movies back to the 70s, it could be anything from the, like, any of those sci-fi and fantasy movies that don't get nearly enough love from the 70s and 80s,
0: um, I would that, like yeah. to see
2: it an IG wheel.
0: Um, I, I didn't like hear a lot of it, but um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is on that list also, right?
2: Correct,
1: correct. I'm fucking
0: pumped ones. for that. Oh, well, my God. and Ah, fucking murder. You, you and Winston both at
2: that point, right? It's, it's interesting that it gets its own wheel slice because it already fell under, like, comic book or graphic novels. So. But, again, now you got to be really, like, specific to... What is there, like four, five? Well, I guess now five or six Teenage Ninja
1: Turtles movies?
0: There's got to be around that much. Yeah, I want to say that. Six, oh, yeah. yeah. There's the three
1: originals. There was the animated one and there's two uh, Michael
2: Two Ray. new ones, okay. One. I didn't, I didn't know if the animated one was like a theatrically released anyway, movie. Anyway, or... yep, there was um, some names in that. actually some good names in that. Um, um the yeah, one, one, Turtles, actually- there's one good movie, so I'm excited for that. <laughs>
1: Which I
0: love the original three I really do, I don't care what anyone says about those movies I cherish those movies as a kid growing up, it was something those movies and Cool Runnings were movies that I watched in room <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: uh, Ben Bateman famously was eliminated from a Schmodown tournament or I think maybe against Clark, yeah, Clark Wolf, I think when he lost to Clark Wolf on a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles question, it was what what kind of store did April O'Neil live above in the original I'm... two Turtles? Yeah, antique t- store, baby,
0: antique
2: store. Antiques. yeah, but, yeah. Uh, and again, Bateman had no childhood, so we didn't know it. That's true.
0: <laughs> 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 nice, me, I like too. That. me too, me uh,
1: Other ones I do want to bring up, as I, I did go into the new list. I do love the Alien and Predator slice. I love that as a, as a multi franchise movie that makes sense to put together. Yeah, I, I think so. get Deep on some of those as well.
3: I think those
0: are good movies to have in the inner geekdom for those deep cut questions, because it's not, it's not going to be a huge, there's not 10 movies inside of that, but it's definitely enough. That's going to be challenging. And there's a type of lore that's in, that's within those movies that I think is something that can be appreciated. inside. I have
1: the list of those movies as well. If you want to listen to the dystopian future slash time travel movies include back to the future, one, two, and three, the matrix, the matrix trilogy, uh, the Mad Max movies, so Mad Max, Mad Max 2, Thunderdome, and Fury Road, Waterworld, Snowpiercer, the Termina- and then the Terminator franchise, all the Terminator movies. Nice. So that is a good one. Um, another interesting one to bring up, Planet of the Apes. What a deal yeah. that is going to be. Just not just the three new ones. The three new ones are in there. And yes first prometheus does count in the alien franchise right so it's prometheus so, and Co- alien covenant as well they both count in that franchise um with
0: planet the Paul, the, yeah, those are going to be all of the old movies also
1: it is the three yes ones. they were all one yeah, and all at uh, all five of the planet of the apes 1968 beneath the planet of the apes escape from planet of the apes conquest of the planet of the apes and battle for planet of the apes i know mike kalinowski was not excited about that uh
3: um,
2: mm. The, yeah. the first one is iconic. The second one is, is kind of like a weird fun movie. The last one is actually like not bad. Three and four are absolute garbage. Like just terrible, like animation level trash. Oh and then god. 2001. <laughs> and then 2001, oh, the Tim
0: Burton one. one. God, that breaks my heart so much. Yeah. God, that breaks my heart. Every time I think about that movie, and it, like it, I thought that movie was actually pretty fine and decent right into the very fucking end. And then it was like, here's here's this knife. I'm going to stab your entire heart and ruin your childhood with it. I hate it. Uh, I hate it. I still hate it. It makes me so mad thinking about it. All right. Uh,
1: a couple other we got. The swashbuckling adventure list is Pirates of the Caribbean movies, the Indiana Jones movies, Willow, the Lone Ranger, and The Mask of Zorro, and The Legend of Zorro. Those things, so uh let's see. you talked about, uh, Transformers movies that's gonna be big for Rooka if you ever decide to go IG. Transformers?
0: Oh
2: my God, absolutely. They might as well be animated, that's how bad those movies are. Yeah, absolutely.
0: The um, I saw the Mark Wahlberg one in theaters, and that movie felt like it was three days long.
2: Yeah, <laughs> the, the original. Like had a lot of like nostalgia. Like mm-hmm. when you're watching it as like a 80s child, you it like there was so much nostalgia. It feel it felt like a really good movie. Watching it back, it's not as good as it felt in the theaters. The rest of them. Whew, man! I'd rather watch the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Ferris and John the <laughs> Yeah There you go. A um, couple other things we got
1: real quick. Do you have? let's see comic book movies that are not um as far as like the marvel dc goes i have a list of those as well uh priest Two Guns, 30 days of night polar the old guard the mask son of the mask the kitchen wanted time cop trap tank girl surrogates spirit spawn r.i.pd mystery men league of extraordinary gentlemen dread judge dread ghost world the crow the crow city of angels bulletproof monk bloodshot barbed wire the phantom shadow kick ass kick ass two Kingsman, uh, the Secret Service, Kingsman: The Golden Circle, and The Losers, Red, and Red Two.
2: I have a question for you guys. So, like, in singles, when they give us a category, they don't specify, like, what movies. I mean, I guess maybe because IG needs more specification. But do you think that they should specify what movies are falling under that?
1: They have to for IG. I think that's what it is. It's kind of like the way they've been, it's the way they've, they have developed the league so far already. It's already, they've already kind of crossed that bridge when it comes to it. So trying to change it now might be a little bit. But I,
0: no, no, no. I think what Billy's asking is if they should do that same format with singles. Like should you
1: do be-
2: it in singles? No, no, no. I don't, I like it, I like it better with it's when it's open ended. I don't think they should do it in IG either. Like, I think if it's a comic book movie, you should know it's fair game. And the fact that if you don't know that it was a comic book movie, sorry about your luck. Like, okay. It's the same thing as like studying for a slice, like Sean Connery, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And then
2: you find out, oh wait, I forgot that he was in that movie, or I didn't know he was in that movie, and that's that's a hole in your knowledge. It's your own fault for not specifying, like figuring that stuff out.
3: Now, I don't
1: disagree necessarily, but I think it's I think it's part of past practice at this point. It'd take a lot to kind
2: of change it back at this point because it's already been done that way.
3: Um But well, I your
2: argument. My issue is like for something like comic book movie, you now list the movies that are comic that you can like I guess that you consider comic book movies or that you are putting in the comic book movie category, and now you're leaving out comic book movies. Like why are you specifying? I guess. I guess Um, uh, one thing you do have to specify is there are there are movies based on comics and then there are comics that ended up based on movies, and it's like is it open to both? Is it not? So
0: Good question. Danny Cost like Lost in the Super Chats. Uh, don't forget, y'all. Anything that you donate tonight does go to the Corpus Christi Mutual Aid Fund, uh, helping out these frozen Texans over here, spreading some love. Danny Cost like Lost Transformers. Best part, <laughs> Transformers best part are the Lincoln Park songs. That is absolutely correct, Danny.
2: R.I.P. Chester, man. Yeah. Uh,
0: okay. That's really
1: that's really it for me as far as the IG things go. I think that's enough. We can go into at this point. Um yeah, so those are the new categories. I like I like that we're getting more. So you're never gonna agree with everything, right? You're never gonna agree with every every wheel slice, you're never gonna agree with like what you want to see. You're gonna be missing stuff that you want to see, but I think the, the team is doing a damn good job as far as expanding out and going from there. I like what we're seeing, I hope we get more.
0: Yeah, I'm excited about these new slices. Um, it's interesting to see some of this new stuff categorized the way that it is um i think it's good i think i'm mixed. i'm just excited anything anything with down, i'm gonna be happy about so yeah well (laughs) i think that's gonna wrap it up wrap it up for us here tonight on the call to action network again i want to thank everyone that donated to the stream labs and super chats tonight we got almost four hundred dollars going to cc mutual lady y'all that's I can't thank you all enough. That means so much to me. Um, this is a, 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 this is something that's near and dear to my heart. I want to try to help out as much as I can with the people in, in my community, my own personal community here at home. So again, thank you all so much for for doing that. I, I love you all. I appreciate that from the very, very depths of my soul. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But that's going to be it for us on Call to Action Live on this happy Sunday. Uh, um, before we get going, Billy Belford, let the people know where they can find you and what you got coming up.
2: Uh, coming up, I have uh, a week from tomorrow. I will be uh, doing the second episode of Turn It Up to 11. Wow, wow. Uh, myself and some other guy. This, some random this person. Guy, um, some Chandra guy. Oh, no. Um, no. Wow. wow. Uh, we'll be doing uh, the 11 greatest rivalries in Schmodown history. So, you know, hit me up on Twitter at Mr. Billy Belford and tell me what you think is the greatest rival in Shmodown history. Uh, I'm also going to be on Call Live a lot more often, you know, because, you know, I like Call Live. Um, and you can catch me not watching uh, animation, um, you know, anywhere else. Uh, but that's about it. Yeah.
0: I think you like to chill, also. You, you like to chill out sometimes too, right? Oh, I do like
2: to chill. Yes, uh, every once in a while, I do like to chill with my homies, my homegirl Danielle and her weird uncle. Um, <laughs> I,
1: <don't laughs>
3: I know. I'm the, the juices alcohol. weird uncle.
1: I'm the juices alcoholic uncle. That's what that is. So, unless, unless Danielle's uh, cousins or something, I don't, or, uh, whatever, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, so I like to do
3: action whenever I can, for sure. <clears throat>
1: Ah, uh, PLD at Paul underscore Denuzio on Twitter. You can find me on PLD Project sometimes. I have a new show I do called Scoundrels of the Force. It's going to be weekly. Someone was supposed to be on this morning. It uh, didn't quite happen. Uh, I don't know what happened, but it's okay. We love her anyway. Uh, we'll, we'll get it on. <laughs> uh, we, <laughs> yeah,
0: it was, 6 a.m. my time, y'all. The, I know, caught me a tiny bit at 6 a.m. my time.
1: It is a European-friendly show. We usually have on, who's in Kuwait. We usually have Jarvi who's in Estonia, and Maddie Gunner in the UK. So it made sense with my overnight schedule we'll to do it that way. But you can always catch it on the app, on the of replay if you'd like. And also, you can find us on, uh, find me on Action Industries. That we do Wandavision reviews every th- every Friday, and then also the weekend shows, Action Unfiltered, uh, Saturday rotating show, the general debate, things like that, and Action, uh, the Action Guys on Sunday as well, behind the scenes, and sometimes on screen there as well. Um, and of course, every week here with uh, on a uh, weekly now on Shield Action with this wonderful woman here, and you know sometimes it's Yahoo down below. Uh, also, you can find me every other week on time, Turn me up to eleven. Turn up to eleven with that Yahoo below as well. Uh, so I think that's that's good enough for now. I can keep going, but
0: turn it up to eleven. It. Y'all know me. Y'all, it's your girl Denny Joy here. All right. Well, you know me, Alyssa Danny Joy. You can find me on Twitter at Danny Joy D A N I E J O Y. Um, you can also find me here every once in a while, getting interrupted by myself. <laughs> Anyway, a big shout out to Paris Methoda again for donna- donating once again inside of the Streamlabs. My dude, I love you and I appreciate you so, so much. Um, uh, thank you to everyone that's been hanging out with us in the chat tonight. Uh, uh, Jesse, check your DMs later sometime. I'm sure we're going to hit you up about coming on because you got a match coming up and we're all very much excited about it. So from everyone uh, at the Call to Action Network, thank you all so much. We love you. Uh, give your puppies a belly rub. Tell your people that you love them. Get some sleep. Fluff your pillows. Love you all so much. Y'all have a good night. Uh, we are getting out of here. Once I figure out how to press some buttons. Boom, 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 boom,